Roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> bean me. <laughs> bean, bean me up, Scotty. All right. <laughs> hey, uh, son, you want any beans? Bean me up, mommy. <laughs> bean me up, potty. Uh-huh. <laughs> The D20 Syndicate presents The Lineage of Moonridge. All right, welcome to the D20 Syndicate podcast. Woo! Woo! This is a uh, Dungeons and Dragons role-playing live play podcast. Uh, we get together every week and we act like nerds. And now we're recording it, so the rest of you guys can have secondhand embarrassment. But uh, <laughs> it's fun. Ow! And uh, I mean, we've already all been embarrassed by this. So yeah, I mean, I'm embarrassed in every. If you know us in real life, you accepted you. our friend request on Facebook. I'm you probably only embarrassed by you guys. <laughs> Proud of what I do. You're belching. Proud. <laughs> uh, so anyway, um, we're going to go around real quick and introduce ourselves, uh, just so those listeners at home know who's speaking, um, and and uh, yeah, you can kind of get a little bit more familiar with us. So uh, I am your host and dungeon master, Seth, and I'll be playing the random non-playing characters that these guys aren't doing. There's a cast of probably 150 now so far that I keep for some <laughs> reason introducing. Everyone has unique voices. Too. <laughs> get ready. <laughs> All right. Um, and I'll just go clockwise here. Uh, my name is Tomas, and I play Tomar Ironfist. Uh, he's a plain-touched fighter. That is a homebrew class that I made. Uh, so that we're experimenting because we haven't played as him as a plain-touched fighter yet. He used to be a cleric. Um, so if you guys want to know more about the character, we can send you a link in the description and feel free to tell us how fucking wrong we are or if we're doing something wrong or if we can change the class at all. This is kind of an experiment. It could end up being very overpowered or underpowered (laughs) or perfect. Yeah. On the first try. Maybe maybe I switched it. It it didn't look (laughs) overpowered when I looked at it. I mean, it's just words. So that that is a good point though. Uh, in the description, on this we'll have a link to all of our social media profiles and our website so make sure you check that out right now right now we're going with uh bangbros2.com so that's going to be our our placeholder website but it'll probably change not to be confused with bangbros2.com <laughs> that's the french site don't go there it's really raunchy <laughs> all right next up all right i am elijah and i am playing the character herstag triallo uh, i'm a i'm a dwarf Druid uh, of the Circle of Dreams. Nice, nice. Well, well met, Herstag. And Herstag is a new character, uh, this arc. We are on our third arc here, but the first arc that you guys are listening to. So uh, he previously played a character called Smoozog Wilkins, known colloquially <laughs> to his friends as Smoochie. So <laughs> you'll hear references to that. Yeah. He was a half or, or the uncaged wolf, if you're looking for a cooler name, <laughs> or the um, the chief slayer. He has a lot of different names that he gave or himself. Big Smoochie. <laughs> <laughs> he was frequently without pants because <laughs> people kept stealing my pants. <laughs> Next up, 
Hi, I'm Lindsay, and I'm playing Pinwin Dingleroot. And Pinwin is a ranger, a beastmaster, part bard, too. College of Glamour. College of Glamour, and, which will be a recent thing. And so. you might not be able to tell, but Pinwin is a male. A male halfling. Yes. So... But he's also kind of effeminate, so like that will be he's sort of why <laughs> he's Lindsay's perfect. voice sounds like this. <laughs> All right, next up. I'm Michaela, and I am playing Gorble, and she is a half-orc sword bard. Nice. And she is uh, she's a muscle bard. It's, a, it's kind of a, a, a reflavoring of a bard class. Um, you guys will see. Basically uses... I wrestle for work. <laughs> she's, she's basically a uh, show wrestler using taunts and poses to cast a lot of her spells. So how was everybody's um, weekend so far? <laughs> I'm just jumping I'm jumping right into the we, awkward. We don't do stuff on the weekends other than D&D. I slept last night a little bit. <laughs> this is kind of it. <laughs> yeah, I did some homework yesterday. It That's just, pretty exciting. Yeah. It's baller. Yeah, because I'm 12. <laughs> <laughs> I drank one beer last night and then got sleepy. <laughs> I drank two and then got sleepy. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're not 12, we're 112. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, so you guys want to just kind of go in, go in guns blazing? Yep. Wait, nobody said anything about guns. <laughs> We've advanced 500 years. Is that what's going on? Yes. <laughs> Everyone has a gun now. Christ. Except yes. all of my characters have two guns. <laughs> um, so yeah, we, we will be playing. We have some homebrew rules. One of the rules you guys will see is we have something called BAM cards. Uh, we'll get more into that later, but they basically are a way of a character once per arc throwing their BAM card and allowing themselves to do something super awesome and potentially narrative changing. Um, that would be outside of the normal rules. Rule of cool. They stand for badass moment. That's what they stand for. Badass moment cards. And uh, they have been some extremely badass moments, some heart-wrenching moments, some funny moments. And, um, I mean, Gorble turned into a fucking dragon, so that was pretty sweet. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so let's get going on this. Um, so this takes place one year and three months after we ended our last arc. Is everybody ready? Uh, yes. Let's All right. It. it is the year 378 CD, a full year and three months since the events of the battle in the God's Valley where we left you all, and some things in the world have changed. Tomar Ironfist, the brash and stubborn cleric of the Forge, has seemingly abandoned his companions, the Wolves of Moonreach. You might remember that he left in the middle of the night, leaving only a note and his hammer, Karag's Fury. Is this like the Star Wars crawl? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just it's slowly rolling. But it's up. like super long, so it never <laughs> yeah. everybody like leaves. This is the time to go <laughs> have a bathroom break. <laughs> the remainder of your tr- of you traveled back to Old Cairn, the abandoned town where you all fought off an insurrection of Rothian separatists and defeated a powerful vampire lord. When you arrived, you found it much like you had left it just weeks before, largely unoccupied, save for Fen, his wife and her father, Gillamichael, the ancient adventurer. The surviving barbarian horde followed you all, and many towns along the way barred their gates to you because of it. In the following weeks, rumors reached Old Cairn. 
they indicated that the wolves of Moonreach had betrayed the council and killed Elkazel Gentris, one of the kingdom's most beloved and respected crowns guard. You mean he got thrown like 400 feet into the sky and <laughs> crashed in the woods? Yeah, but that, you know... That's, I also <laughs> turned into the, a dragon, by the oh, way. Oh, that's, yeah, that is true. You took over a dragon's brain. Um, now the wolves are considered traitors and enemies to the boy king Gust of the Twelfth. You all know that the council was planning to disrupt peace in Veildolin by attempting to attack towns under the guise of tribesmen raids, but it seems the rest of the country does not know this. One month after the arrival at Old Cairn, Smoozog Wilkins, the uncaged wolf, half-orc leader of the barbarian tribes, and known to the group as Smoochie, took most of his men, including Beldan the Deathless, Alia, Beldan's wife, and their child, Ember, and headed out north again in an effort to keep the Veldolin army occupied. Smoochie's reasons were sound, but his heart seemed somewhere else. With him left 400 of the tribesmen, leaving only 30 to help with the rebuilding of the new city. Shortly after that, Pinwin Dingleroot left with Durant Whiteleaf to visit his home village of Shadeholm to see his family and ailing father. With her most trusted companions gone or missing, a jilted-feeling Gorble Ice Tower began the good work of transforming the ancient and dilapidated town known as Old Cairn into the new, rebuilt and reformed headquarters of your fledgling army. I wonder how many times, like, if we could tally how many times Gorble has been abandoned throughout <laughs> her life. <laughs> this is probably pretty large. It's the story of my life. It started with my father. <laughs> this... New headquarters is the place the men and women have begun to call Wolves Rest. It is now the fourth day of winter, and as a raven flies over the snowy landscape of the Atreus Plains, its dark eyes find a dotted line along the unbroken sheet of white. A cautious train of riders moves carefully through the quiet village of Helm Hollow. Though Veldolin, much like the rest of Argaria, does not see snow often, this year has been atypical. One week ago, clouds moved in and the flurries began, and now a thin sheet of white powder rests everywhere on the ground. The it's trees... <laughs> it's, it's a bunch of cocaine. <laughs> the trees as well have frost and snow clinging to their bark and branches, and the chill wind is the only sound other than the tired crunch of horse hooves. A tall and straight-backed half-elf leads the column of forty shivering soldiers, his helmet bearing a distinct red stripe, his signature, and unknowingly, his downfall. This is Knight Sergeant Rytus Qualith, one of Lord General Valmark Renox's former squires and pupils. The only thing more famous than his swordsmanship is his arrogance. With a sneer, he turns to his soldiers, a collection of Veldolinian and Rothian, and raises his hand to indicate they should move a bit faster. Plumes of hot breath pepper the air above the riders' heads as they pick up speed in the trudge, trotting silently down the main road dividing the village. Qualith's second-in-command, another half-elf called Len, peers around at the empty buildings suspiciously. Only a villager or two had emerged at all since the soldiers had approached the gates, and Len thought this odd. However, the Knight Sergeant Rytas was notoriously unkind to his subordinates concerning cowardice, and so Len thought it better to keep it to himself. Behind him a few paces, he hears the ragged breath of Grelch Sawtooth, the massive half-orc corporal with the gargantuan battle hammer. Grelch hated riding and lived for battle. The men feared him, and so he was a natural third-in-command for this outfit. 
The village is protected by a meager 20-foot wall, poorly thatched together from gnarled and twisted poles of timber, wrenched almost hastily from what appeared to be the thick forest they had passed not far from here. Len had been to Hem- Helm Hollow not five months ago. <laughs> and he did not remember this wall being there then. He reflexively lays a firm hand on the axe, swaying at his hip. The train continues on, and soon they're within sight of the bridge leading out of the hamlet, crossing a narrow leg of the Phoenix River. The walls of the city frame the open gate, unprotected as the snow blows through its arch and into the faces of the soldiers. Beyond is the empty expanse of the Atreus Plains, frozen and uninviting. We will be to Roundfoot Town by nightfall, Qualith begins, turning to Len. So make sure that the soldiers are, as the two of them step past the last house along the road before the gate. There is a loud snapping sound. From the surrounding walls suddenly slides a thick barrier of logs and thorns, grinding along the earth behind Len, and towering above them at the height of twenty feet and separating them from the soldiers. Screams tear through the place as Len watches as Rothian's soldier falls dead against the barrier and slides out of view. Then the sound of weapons being drawn as a fight breaks out on the other side. So, this is the famed Rightus the Righteous we've heard so much about. A tall, shockingly beautiful half-orc woman stands at the top of the wall above the gateway exit. Oh, she's hot! (laughs) Her, Her piercing blue eyes peer out from beneath the weathered and singed wolf-head cowl she wears. The smooth blue skin of her face shifts into a cocky grin. Dyed yellow leather wraps her muscular form and a silver breastplate protects her chest. A howling wolf engraved deeply into the metal. Her waist is wrapped by a stiff leather skirt. On her feet she wears a unique pair of leather sandals, painted wings, emblazoned the heel in white. She points a crooked, brutal-looking black blade at Knight Sergeant Qualith. He stares, open-mouthed at the woman and her multitude of companions standing stoic atop the gates in the frigid winds of winter. He's heard of this one, the one calling herself the Muscle Bard, Gorble the Adorable. <laughs> I guess a cat's got your tongue? Gorble muses and gestures with the point of the cruel, jagged weapon. If you come quietly, I can assure you, you'll only be taken prisoner. If you resist, well... What do you think, Pinwin? She shrugs and turns to a chubby little red-headed halfling <laughs> atop a massive black wolf. The curly-haired, azure-bespectacled warrior slides his index finger across his neck as if slitting it with a knife, his huge grin never faltering, and then adjusts the tri-pointed hat atop his head to keep it from slipping off. Dead, he says, puffing out his chest in his very fine and shimmering mithril shirt. On his legs are elegantly patterned, sequined blue pantaloons. As in response (laughs) to his statement, the wolf narrows his blue eyes and growls. Other figures become... That was a terrible growl. (laughs) That was clear my throat. (laughs) Other figures become more clear to the night sergeant. A frowning, no-nonsense-looking human with a hard jaw and a bushy mustache has a bow drawn. He has the look of a soldier himself. Next to him, a pretty but severe-seeming woman with a long, blonde, pleated braid and one missing arm glares at him, her good hand wrapped around the pommel of a dagger. Standing on the other side of the half-orc woman, a comely half-elf warrior has a blade drawn, his eyes filled with the hard edge of a practice veteran. His thick beard is coated with frost, but he is deathly still. Is he a guy with a scar on his face? Curling around his torso is a large snake, the head of which stares directly at him as if misjudging him, as if judging him seriously. The man bears a distinct scar on his forehead. 
Several more warriors glare in his direction. Furs and fine steel juxtaposed once another. One another. In fact, all of the fighters in his view appear as some strange amalgam of wild barbarian and skilled soldier. Not one to back down from a threat, Rytus draws his sword and leaps from his horse. But before he can even reach the ground, the red-haired halfling slides the bow from his shoulders and in a flash fires two arrows into the snow right next to the half-elf's feet. The knight sergeant pauses, the arrows quivering in the frozen earth that looks at Len. The other sergeant quickly draws his axe, flipping it up, and makes to hurl the weapon at Gorble. But the bard drops a knee down and shoots her arm out, flexing her bicep. Nope, she commands, <laughs> and opens her fist. Uh, Len immediately drops the axe in the snow. His eyes shut, and he falls to the ground asleep. Pinwin levels another arrow at Qualis' chest, the bowstring taut, but doesn't fire. Raitas looks around him, his heart pounding in his chest as he hears the ebb of the fight on the other side of the wall. Then, with a crash, he sees a welcome sight. Grouch! His massive half-orc corporal breaches the barrier, shoving his cumbersome form through a hole he seems to have smashed into it. With a thunderous stomp, Grouch, sawtooth, leaps into action, his colossal battle hammer in his hand, his body pivoting as he prepares to hurl the heavy cudgel right at Pinwin. Crash! The door of one of the houses, 20 feet away, explodes outwards from its frame, and a silver form strikes like a bolt of lightning across the frosted ground. There's a flash and a sickening slurch as Grelch's two meaty arms fly through the air, still holding the hammer. They clatter with a juicy plop against the far wall. Ah! Grelch screams and collapses to the ground. <laughs> oh, shit, baby! <laughs> a long spike pokes Rytus right underneath his chin and the tall form of a helmeted human trains his halbert on his throat. Have you met Zyko? Gorble asks. You all right down there, buddy? The once gangly and awkward teenager has filled out substantially his long months of training with his polearm, cultivating lean muscle. Wrapped in furs and leathers, he looks very much like the barbarian that trained him. Despite the cold, his feet are wrapped in the same style of sandal as Gorble, his feet red and chapped. A goofy smile peers out from underneath the silver helmet, the same silver helmet that once belonged to a long-ago dragon-smashed member of the Crown's Guard. Yes, he says simply. Rytus gulps. Now, says Pinwin, his eyes shifting to the dying noise behind the barrier. Are you ready to be friends? Gorble and Pinwin, after a whole day of riding, you encounter a welcome sight. The elevated haven of Wolf's Rest. The town, once an abandoned and isolated respite pressed against the cliffs overlooking the expansive Draywich Lock, is now changed and bustling with life. Large parcels of land have been set aside for growing crops, though the fields are barren now so long after harvest. Pinwin, you are reminded fondly of the bountiful feast you returned to some months ago, the fields full and fit to burst with different teeming specimen, spe specimen, specimen <laughs> of delicious consumption. As your retinue of soldiers approaches the gates, you can see skeletons of new buildings being fabricated, laborers setting frames together, still trying to get work in before the dead of the season. As you move through the streets, you hear the toll of the bells of the newly renovated temple, marking the hour. Bing! <laughs> that was accurate as fuck. <laughs> Everywhere you look, the people of your town greet you and your return with cheers and shouts and waves. Once a disparate group of tribesmen, Vildalinian soldiers, and displaced vagabonds, all are now united in the same cause. Your people. 
You move along and see several soldiers take Raitas, Len, and a cluster of other captives towards the designated holding pen. The two of you crest the top of the hill at the apex of the main street, the massive Shade Gazer Manor blocking out what would have been the morning sun were it not such a drizzly winter morning. Your eyes meet the horizon of the waterline far below the cliff you currently rest on. In the distance, you can, hear, you can see black rocky daggers, the lock's teeth, jutting out of the water and high above, stabbing at the sky. As you peer down at your hard work, you can see a small ship pulling into the freshly constructed harbor finished only a month ago. It looks like it's the first trade ship out of hopefully many. With a shout, the two of you see the squat and stocky form of Nugget, the clanless dwarf, appear and wave you over. I just got the manifest of the passengers on that ship, he says, a twinkle in his eye. He hands Gorbel the rolled parchment and turns toward the docking vessel. You're never gonna believe who's on board. As the gangplank rocks and squeaks at the strain of its ship fighting the choppy winter lake waters, the haggard shape of Tomar Ironfist saunters into view. The shrouded dwarf, barely looking like a dwarf at all, seems almost a hollow specter of his former self. Where Tomar was once robust and healthy, he now looks languid and gaunt. While he once had a healthy, youthful complexion, the skin appears sallow and thin where the butcher's armor hasn't fully concealed it. The Tomar you once knew had an eye for luxury, favoring more elegant finery, and had a long and elaborate beard. Now he wears a very mundane cloak of mottled gray with a hood pulled tightly around his head. His old armor is still intact, but its luster has been muted with dirt, blemishes, and extensive use, as if time itself has forgotten it. Tomar's face, to face is the most unnerving feature of all. His cheeks are deep, sunken valleys that in the harsh winter light resemble a skull. His skin is dappled and lined with thin blue veins that are barely concealed under the surface. Wrinkles line his face, as if he'd aged several decades in only a year's time. Perhaps the most shocking, Tomar's long and luxurious beard is gone, and in its place is close-kept facial hair in the style of typical humans. The tufts of his auburn beard and sideburns have begun to fade, and pale, ghostly streaks of white have taken hold in many places. Stepping off the plank and onto the frost-coated wood of the pier, you can see now, Penwin, that Tomar's eyes are completely obscured by curious-looking goggles. The silver frames are pulled tightly to his brow, and the lenses are shiny black pools that seem to shield him from light. The only thing that looks good as new is Steel Song, which he holds resting on his shoulder. The polished steel of the blade glints like mirrored glass and seems to radiate a dull glow even in the wan, gray light of the winter morning. In spite of all this, Tomar appears to smile at you two now with more than a hint of familiarity. Hey, guys. <laughs> Tomar! You got goggles, too! I mean, yours are different, but... Yeah, it's, it's too bright for me. I'm still getting used to things. Yeah. So you peace out for over a year. You cut off all your hair. You look like shit. And then you come back on a boat? The man who hates water. Well, I mean, I realize what I've done to you guys. It wasn't my choice. Um, neither was the boat. It was the fastest way. Uh, though... Since since our long ride on the ocean before, I've seen enough stuff where the water isn't that big of a deal to me anymore. But still, 
Well, that's it's, a plus. It's good to see you guys. Well, goddammit, let's get you back into town and get you some ale and food. That Maybe sounds really good. a deep conditioning treatment. <laughs> <laughs> moisturizer, something. The fuck is moisturizer? Get that man a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Feed that fucking bitch. <laughs> uh, at that moment, you guys hear a loud clamoring and the vo- many voices screaming in anger and alarm. Psycho, drop the pans again. Oh, Psycho! <laughs> Any reaction to that? Is that normal? We're Psycho. <laughs> uh, not typically, no. Fuck was that? <laughs> Should we go? I screamed to the sky. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> As you race toward the gate, you can see two the two of the guards, Elgin and Tamos, wrapped up completely by dense vines and thorns. What They're the hell? screaming oaths and threats at a small humanoid form, completely surrounded by a contingent of your very own fighting men. Their weapons drawn, the group begins to close the circle as they have been trained, much like a pack of wolves in the wild. The figure in the center looks around, almost unconcerned, leaning his pudgy frame on a tall walking stick. A dwarf, you think, though his appearance makes it hard to guess at first. Under a canopy of knotted and ratty hair, a tangly gray beard spills out from beneath the hood of a ragged and baggy brown cloak. Getting closer, you can see twigs and bits of moss and grass jutting out of areas in the web of beard. Behind the shock of pewter facial hair is a set of blue eyes and a surprisingly young face. You get the impression that he might be much younger than he appears. Even with the approaching danger, the little dwarf reaches into his cloak and with a cough, removes a long-necked pipe. He stuffs something in the bowl and ignites it, taking a long drag of a smoke and begins a slow ascent to the ground at an awkward angle, (laughs) his hand searching behind him for the ground as he perches, hovering, (laughs) seemingly more frightened of falling than of the soldiers in the ring around him. (laughs) With a heaving and raspy sigh, he makes it to the ground, his legs splayed out in front of him. The soldiers stop and turn to you three, looking confused. Make a hole, make a hole. Let me through. <laughs> the soldiers part. I will follow. I'm going to stand back and watch stuff. And who are you? Uh, hey. Uh, nice, to, <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice to find wait, you guys. I've been uh, looking for you for a while. For us? Yeah, you're the wolves of Moonreach. Yeah, who are uh, you? I'm Herstag Triallo. Is that supposed to mean something to us? No, I'm not famous at all. Um, so I, I'm here to ask for your aid. Um, I ran into some problems uh, in, Her- in Heart Valley. Uh, one of my friends was captured and there's some evil afoot. Well, he looks I'm, very I'm serious. <laughs> why, why should we be helping you? How do you know that we're here? Oh, uh, some guy uh, in a in a inn uh, told me to come here and ask for the wolves of Moonreach. And I'd heard I'd heard about you guys before. Um, now I was trying to track you down, but I got a little sidetracked. There's a lot of stuff going on. If people know where we are, that's bad. I don't know if you guys heard about it, but we're all wanted fugitives from. Now I, I don't remember exactly who it was. Uh, what his name was, but it could have been a place that you guys have been to before. Like, maybe maybe it's a, f- a friend of yours. 
Where were you? Um, let me check my PDA. <laughs> a druid with like my a, pit boy. Is it like, is it like arrowhead or something? The arrow view in. Uh, the arrow view in. And you guys uh, know that that the arrow view in is the tavern where Jan, his wife, and his son Jan uh, occupy, and it's about a half a day's journey from here. It's where you guys met Miraluk. Ah. Uh. Mm. And you might also remember when he says Heart Valley. You guys have definitely been there before, as that's where the heist took place. Yeah, I did my sex upon a lady there. <laughs> <laughs> you did do your sex. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I don't know about going back there. But what's going on? Why, like, why do you need help? Uh, there's some weird shit going on there. Um, I'm, I, we, got, we tried to get out of there fast, me and my friend Cyan. Um, but we we made a, we made a run for it, but he got uh, nabbed up as we were trying to get away. But I have a feeling that people are possessed there or something. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what's going on. We've seen that before. I feel like I've had my fill of possessed people. Well, do you want to just let it be then? Um, we don't <laughs> we don't know you. Like we're not familiar with you at all. Well, <laughs> he's still sitting on the ground. By what, the way, <laughs> what is in it for us? I mean, I, I didn't get, make up a plan or anything to convince you guys. I just figured I'd come here and ask because I heard you were heroes. And figured because we're helping people and saving people is kind of like a and because we're known as such nice guys. Thing. I don't know. I mean, that, that, I I just figured. Can we like I hoped maybe heroes would be heroes? Can we like keep him somewhere for now until we've questioned him a little more? I mean, take him to the pen. Oh, <laughs> all these vines and stuff—they're not hurting your guards, by the way. It's just- As he says that, you can see Elgin and Tamos like struggling still to get out of these vines. They're tangled in. They're like, just let us go. We don't like the big plants. I'm sorry. That's a permanent changed the <laughs> landscape there. <laughs> you can't let them free? No. I mean, I, I could if I had some rest. I've got another spell, but I don't have it ready. So you're already pooped. <laughs> you won't be of much help. I don't have that spell ready. Take him to the pen. Yeah. Oh, shit. So far, <laughs> so far you seem like more of a threat than anything. <laughs> Several of the guards uh Move near you, her stag, and and go to grab you. I will drop my staff, put my hands up in the air. They look, to, they look a little. He's doing a spell. <laughs> I'm not doing a spell. <laughs> I uh, surrender. They very cautiously grab your wrists and lift you up from the ground. <laughs> <laughs> but but do try to make it quick because my friend, he, I don't know what's happening to him. Um, they could be doing some weird. Rituals or something to them. <laughs> they uh, they they take you away and they lead you down the road a little ways um, into a, a large building that has been set up as a holding pen, and they put you in uh, your own little your own little chamber. You can hear off in the distance there are uh, arguing and, and loud voices from what it sounds like other people that have been taken against their will. Is there a window? There is. There's a small arrow slit window. In the little chamber that you're in. Uh, what about the the? Is it like a barred cell? Oh, uh, th- there are bars on the cell. Yes, and there is a small 
stone bench along the wall and a little scrap of fabric that could be used for maybe a blanket. Okay. Uh, that's as well as we treat our prisoners. <laughs> hey, that's a lot better than we used to treat them. I'll, I'll just <laughs> yeah, used to cut them in half. I'll just cooperate. Maybe lay down. I've I've had a long journey and uh, just used the little shitty blanket. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he's gonna lay down and go without a fight, and you guys see that that he just relinquishes his everything and goes along with it. Well, that was weird. So, was he on the boat with you? No, he just you didn't see. He showed up at the gate. Yeah, he came <laughs> through the front door. <laughs> I get all turned around here still. Um, Built myself a maze of a town. Well, it, it does look a lot different. Not gonna lie, it looks like Ooh. you guys have done quite a bit. How did you afford to upgrade all this stuff? I I may have used some of our money. What money? The gold. What the gold? chest of gold? How much gold was in there? Oh, like uh, five hundred gold. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't seem like enough to cover. Fucking <laughs> fine, fine, fine. A hundred thousand. <sighs> Damn. So you guys have just been improving this town? Like what? Yeah. Anything else? Have you been doing anything? We've been going out on missions and. Patrolling the area. Okay, but, well, I'm assuming you have a bar, right? Of course, but I think we have something that you're going to like even more. Follow me. Prove it. <laughs> she takes you uh, down the the uh, main strip here into the open marketplace area, and this has definitely been changed from how you previously remember it, Tomar. Before it was dilapidated buildings and. Uh, with moss and vines growing all over everything, and only half of them were even able to have a roof on them. Now, it seems a lot of work's been done. There's been repairs. Everything is looking like a combination of old and new. A lot of old stonework that has been patched up with new stonework, and uh, very healthy, well-made roofs covering everything, and it's, it's quite quaint, in fact. But Gorbel leads you over to the, I'm imagining... The temple. Yes. If you remember, this temple is where you acquired the butcher's armor where uh, from the ghost of the butcher's wife. Now it has been completely revamped, and you can see several different uh, gray-robed acolytes walking around the outside. The newest feature on this beautifully crafted temple is a flaming hammer symbol on the outside. Now, when these religious nuts came up, like, last year sometime, I kind of wanted to turn them away, but they kept talking about you and wanting to build a temple, and I thought this would be a great thing for you to come back to. Well, I mean, if you remember, we were kind of unsure how Warcrag was might have been involved with what was going on. She, she knows. She's in character. <laughs> I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> um... But there is a lot of stuff that I've learned over time about Warcrag, and we have a lot... Good stuff, though? Yes. Good stuff? Yeah. So, good? This is good? 
Probably. Uh, I haven't felt the divine touch in a long time. Okay. <laughs> you and we me both, to... brother. The bad touch. We don't need to hear about that. There are plenty of women around here. <laughs> Go to the tavern later and deal with that. For right now, though, what do you think? I mean, this'll do. Uh, I'll check it out later, but for now... I just want to I want to relax. I want to spend some time with you guys and catch up. Okay. The old Tomar would have wanted to sit down and pray or something stupid. <laughs> well, now I'm I'm the old new old Tomar and for you listeners, Tomar was formerly a cleric of the forge. Who drank, has, <laughs> who drank warm That's milk? Who drank warm milk? That's still accurate. <laughs> <laughs> some things don't change. I put one of my maps in a spot so that I'd remember where it and was. He, he and once betted. He once betted a woman to get her keys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So in Heart Valley. So what? It, what are you? What's the plan? What do you guys want to do? Uh, I say we go get a drink and then talk about our new friend. Yeah. Let's let's go catch up. So right. you all turn. Around and across the market, directly across from the temple. Oh, that's convenient. Is the tavern, and in a very swoopy font above, it says, "Busty Belba's uh, booze and, and revelry <laughs> and revels." <laughs> in a nice shiny font, hand painted above the door. <laughs> there are a few soldiers and and laborers walking around near and going in and coming out of the uh, of the place it seems to be a pretty happen and join it sounds like a a raucous <laughs> noise even for the morning uh, is going where on did you in come there from where did you go where did you go <laughs> go, go. busty bellows <laughs> <laughs> um and tomar one of the things you do notice is that everyone who seems to be of the martial sort in this place has a distinct look about them. It seems as though the barbarians that were left and the soldiers that were left sort of intermixed in the last year or so and have now sort of developed their own style of dress. Kind of a combination of both furs, leathers, and very finely made steel. Hmm. Alright, so you guys enter the tavern. Pinwin, this is your uh, domain. Uh, and I don't know if you want to say anything as you enter, but you notice behind behind the bar very sourly Janus is serving a mug, but when he sees you enter his frown becomes like a slightly pulled smirk as if he's trying really hard to look friendly and happy, and he nods to you Penwin, as you enter, and he raises a mug up in the air to signify that he sees you and that he's doing a good job Janus, you're doing so good. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. You even raised your glass. Oh, you're doing so good. So he, proud of you. He doesn't say much, but he nods. and um, He seems a lot less surly than he used to. I'm really working on hospitality amongst the employees. You know, they can they got it in them. He's, he's a peach. You just you never knew. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I need food. It's been a long time since I had a good meal. All right. Um, <laughs> Janus, can you just get a bunch of food for a friend here tomorrow? Do you have any preferences to what you'd like? Or is it just, Janus, go grab a bunch of stuff. 
Genus, let's let's try that again. A little more friendly, please. <laughs> At your service, I guess I'll be right back. Oh, so good. Good job. And he walks away from the counter. He's a peach. <laughs> and goes in the back. And as the as he as he pushes the door open in the back, Tomar, you can see Belba, Busty Belba, working at a medium pace at a full range stove in the back. Mm. And then as the door closes, and she disappears from view. How dark is it in the bar? It's it's pretty well lit, actually. Penwin likes to keep everybody uh, visible. All right. Well, I'll keep my goggles on for now. Then, uh, where do you like to sit? Anywhere. All right, I sit at a table. <laughs> there's a, there's a, there's one or two tables that aren't currently occupied. Um, the soldiers and uh, townsfolk seem relatively into their own conversation, so they're not paying too much attention to you. Um, they do lift their mugs though, as as Pinwin and Gorbel enter. Like, hey, yeah, yeah, people. <laughs> Janus, we need a few ales. Janus is still in the kitchen. Jada! <laughs> My Ooh, God, man. He sticks his head out. What? Ales. <sighs> All right. <laughs> he moves behind the bar. You hear like the... <laughs> How many? Three? Yeah. Three. Where's Watch. Durant? Uh, Durant? You know, he... Uh, he must have split off from you guys as you entered. Oh, whatever. That dairy so secretive. <laughs> he brings out Seriously. three mugs and sets them down. Uh, the food will be ready uh, shortly. Hey, Janus. Yes. Um, where is Let? Have you seen him? Uh, I would guess he's down in that uh, laboratory. Uh, I don't know for sure. Go down there and tell him to send up a bottle of his special. <sighs> All right, I'll be right back. Janus, Who's going to watch the bar you. while I... While I go do this very important errand that I'm very happy about doing. Ah, that's the spirit. We've got it. I'm right. He, he like, just slowly <laughs> walks out <laughs> and pushes his way through the door. See, it's a peach. <laughs> so, so it's been, I don't know, like over a year from yep. what it sounds like when I've been talking to people. What's new? What have you been doing? You're looking at it. So, We've spent the year rebuilding this town, creating housing, growing crops, livestock, learning spells, and my dad died, and you your know, dad you, died? Yeah, yeah. I'm so sorry. I wasn't gonna bring that up. I it, it was gonna, gonna come out, Lynn. you know. Yeah. How did he die? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was he was a sick guy. He wasn't doing well. That's why I went home to Shade Home because I got that letter saying he wasn't doing well. I didn't know it was. That not well, <laughs> so that was um, that was tough for sure. Um, well, look who but what about your other family? They're doing great. Um, Osmo and Barley, you know my brothers. They're just, you know. They didn't like your dad very much. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, aside, from, yeah. I mean, it was good and bad. You know, it, it, bits of both. It, um. That part was really sad, um, but it was good to see all of them, you know? And then, yeah. What made you come back? Well, why wouldn't I come back? Because I love fugitives. you guys. Oh, well, that I have a way of combating it. It's fine. <laughs> I've gotten along really good. How much do you guys know about what's going on 
outside of here. I know some people don't like us that much, so... Yeah. So... Veldunalin and Rovi have been having skirmishes now. The truce seems to be going away a little bit. Also, they're, they're trying to betroth the king to somebody. Do you, have you heard of that? No. No. Largely ig- ignored over here in your section of the world, some of the goings-on in the crown and the and Deepminster itself aren't exactly first priority for you guys. You've been more familiar with movement in the area, and from what you guys have seen, has been a lot of cooperation between Rothian and Vildalinian soldiers. Yeah, I'm not completely familiar with these skirmishes. What do you mean? We've been getting along pretty well. Yep. We Mm. haven't had any run-ins. I heard different. I also heard that the Wolves of Moonreach have been uh, sieging things, uh, raiding across the land. I actually heard that Smoozog was raiding with his clan, like, to the northeast. Do you know anything about Is he here, or...? No. He hasn't been here for the past year. Really? Mm-hmm. He left a long time ago. Wow. Why would Smoochie go raiding? That's a good question. He claimed before he left that he was going to go keep the villain so- villain soldiers busy to keep them off your guys' backs. It could be that somebody... Have you guys been raiding anywhere? It, you, somebody could be posing as the wolves. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Not like in a malicious way. In a friendly so way. So a light friendly raiding? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Where is Janus with those drinks? He already set the drinks down. Remember he brought them over and then he, you sent him off? I meant the drinks from Let. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Well, he hasn't arrived yet. Do you remember Let? Yeah. The annoying Rothian guy? Yeah, I remember Let. Okay, wait till you taste what he's been brewing. And at at that moment, Janus returns to the tavern, holding a big vial of a very murky brown liquid, almost filled to the top. He sets it down on the table, and he takes a tentative step back from the table, as if expecting it to explode. Uh, th- this is it. Why don't you get us a few glasses? <sighs> he, he marches over to the... I, the I mean, enthusiasm. The, <sighs> he marches over to the, <laughs> the, the counter <laughs> and takes a few mugs and brings them back over to you guys. And once again, steps back. Thank you, sir. Without pause, I down the whole thing. You notice that this is one of the most disgusting things you have ever, ever tasted in your life. I hold my unlit match and say I was going to do a trick. <laughs> Should have said something. <laughs> you, I'm going to have you roll constitution at a disadvantage. Oh. <laughs> a constitution save, sorry. Uh, ten. Ten? You are almost immediately overwhelmed by a dizziness and alcoholic stupor. You feel very, very buzzed right now. 
Wait, actually, it's 13. I'll say it's slightly less than what I described it, but <laughs> still, it uh, immediately overwhelms you. Uh, what? What is that? Uh, I'm actually not really sure. I just kind of gave let free reign, but it's strong <laughs> as hell, right? Was it... <laughs> <laughs> he was just a potion peddler. He wasn't like an alchemist. You just let a random dude. Well, it was kind of slim pickings around here, Tomar. <laughs> <laughs> so we took the potions he had, and he tried to pick them apart and come up with something. What about the chaos company? Are they here? They're not. Where'd they go? They said they had their own business. When did they leave? They left. They left. They never came down to um, a wolf's rest with you guys. They left from the battle. They went north. Rumor has it from the messages that Vocha has been sending you, uh, if you'll recall, they have taken up a very clandestine operation in Starhost. Word has it they're in Starhost. <laughs> Starhost. It's a little on the hush-hush, though. Then they're in danger. Why? Because there's a dragon there. It's holed up and made it its home. They're, the crown is offering a lot of gold to get rid of it. Do you think maybe that's why they're there? Or? I don't know why they'd be there. But What if it's their friend? What if it's their ally? You never know, right? <laughs> I think we probably have a pretty good hunch that they're not buddies with the dragon pinwin. I know, but one day we're going to have a buddy dragon. Right? <laughs> Always the optimist. Maybe. <laughs> not happen. today. Pinwin, do you still have the hammer that I left? Yeah, this thing? You're just the whole <laughs> Here, give me your hair. He's been hoping you would come back. For a solid year in his backpack. <laughs> Didn't have a chest in your room. <laughs> Pin- pop it in. I'll, I'll allow it. Pinwin <laughs> removes from his back <laughs> the massive form of Karag's Fury, your old weapon. How uh, do you hold this up? I got much bigger arms than you. Uh, even though they look much more lean than they did before. I'm going to hang it to my side. Um, do you guys have any questions? Um, a couple. First of all, <laughs> how dare you? Where's and second of all, where, where the fuck were you? Where's the food? That, that's what I want to know. I, I need to get some warm food in Okay, here. it's a bit of a make-from-scratch kitchen here, Telmar, so you're going to have to be a little bit patient. You don't know what I've had to eat over the year, but it hasn't been good. What was your question again, other than <laughs> you being clearly mad that I was gone? Where were you? Do you, do you remember the ruby that Mandarin had sent us? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I used it that night, and it opened up a portal into the ethereal plane. Used it how? I just, I touched it, and stuff happened. I don't know how it worked. But it opened. We've all been there. <laughs> well, thank you for leaving a letter. So we kind of had an idea where you, like, that you didn't get kidnapped. I something. didn't know it would take as long as it did. So what have you been doing? I know that goes. It's a really long story, but I was trapped there for pretty much this whole time. The gate thing. behind me closed and the ruby stopped working. 
so I had to find my way out. How did you get back? Well, that's 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 weird in itself because there was a a rift, an unnatural rift that was open. The long and short of it was, I met a very evil entity. It called itself the Great Adversary, and it forced me to work for it. And for a long time, in the ethereal plane. Yeah, that's so where we it's were from. evil. In work the how? Plane. The ethereal plane works differently. Like there's hier- hierarchy of spirits, and there's lost souls that wander the ethereal plane. And the larger beings there, they need to feed on their energy to live. So, he essentially had me hunt them down for him. Eight people. Well, there isn't a lot to eat in the ethereal plane. people? Tomar. It's, 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 it's not like, it's not eating. It's, sustenance is different. Yeah, we'll get you different food, new diet, new Tomar. <laughs> Janus shuffles over. Yes. The fuck is that food? Please. I don't know. Both sweat and juice. Let's Belva. Let's get some okay, appetizers I'll, for the table. Maybe I'll some go vegetables. Ask, I'll go ask Belva. I'll be back. Penguin runs back into the kitchen. Belva, my dear. <laughs> you just see her very slowly stirring food <laughs> in a in a cast iron skillet on the open range. She turns and looks at you. Yeah. I maybe would have chosen a different greeting, but okay. Um, <laughs> hi, Belva. Um, you're doing great, but is there any way you can go a little bit faster? Tomara's been eating people. Please. Please. Did I hear her? Him? No, you can't hear this. This <laughs> is <laughs> an insulated kitchen area. Um, Belva turns and shrugs. Well, I was going to finish everything at once, but there's a plate of sausages right there that are done. So if you want to take that out to him, go ahead. Just okay, thank you. I mean, ignoring the Nonplussed as always, she points to the plate of sausages. Belba's seen so, some shit. Belba's, um, <laughs> I love that there's sausages here, but can you try again, please, with that that business, you know, hospitality that we've got? There's fucking sausages over there, <laughs> Pinwin. Okay, we're gonna keep working on it. You got this. You're such a wonderful person. Thank you, Belba. I'm gonna take the sausages. <laughs> okay, good work. Keep going. You got this. So do you want the rest? or? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But we'll eat the sausages for now. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. She muffles. <laughs> Mumbles. Sorry, muffles. And I'm going to skip back with the sausages. You guys see Pinwin return to the table with a plate full of sausages. Oh, yeah. Way better than people, right? Can you not say that to everyone? You're noticing that loudly? some people at the other tables are looking over their shoulder kind of suspiciously at you guys. Yeah, huh? maybe we just keep that kind of between us. I'm just kidding. It's an inside joke. It's fine. That, that seems to satisfy them. They, mm, they turn back to their <laughs> food and drink and their chatter. That's not the only thing, though. I wasn't the only what one. What else did you eat? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> this wasn't the only sausage I had. <laughs> no. Um, there were others like me that were bound to his service. And uh, I'm not... Ch- so I fought the great adversary to get out. Oh. But I'm... Did it work? Fr- well, you're out. I'm out. But, but I'm fairly certain... <laughs> well, it's a long story. Like, sometimes I hear him talking to me. Oh. Like, his presence. I feel it frequently. Um, and, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's not dead. And I'm pretty sure he had a lot to do with all the dark shit that was going on with the the chaos and the sieges and uh, maybe Calcifer. He might even be Calcifer. He didn't tell me his name, but Warcrag. I was wrong about him. Which time? The time when I decided that he was bad. Like, I let everyone get to me, and I was wrong. Warcrag's been trapped. Janus? Janus comes from around the counter. Yes? So, uh, I, I may have told those religious people out there to start taking the temple down. Maybe you should go tell them to <laughs> just leave it. Leave it. He looks very confused. Wirecrack uh, is good. Uh, 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 Alright. He shuffles out the door again. <laughs> For now, though, like, a temple to him isn't gonna do any good. Like, he can't reach anyone where he is. We need to free him. Like, I was losing power because he was trapped. He's trapped just like the adversary is. He wants to be freed. Like, the adversary wants to become part of the material plane, and we have to stop him. But there's a chance that he knows exactly where I am because his consciousness is inside of me. So I, I, I'm sorry, but you, you're probably in danger, too. Like, he might send his agents after me. The thing about... I mean, we've been in danger before. You've, you haven't fought these things, Pimmy. Yeah, it's I not kn- the same yeah. as mortal men. And they feed on souls, so... Like, if you die by them, it's there's a good chance that they'll just absorb your soul and you can't go into the afterlife. Okay, that's heavy. It's, it's bad stuff, I'm <laughs> telling you. Yeah, it's um, not good there. But... How do we fight ethereal things? Man, we've got... We have a lot on our plate. Yes, we right now. do. Um, okay, now we've got a town so fighting the ethereal plane patties and Tomar is tethered to know. to the great adversary. The great adversary. Do we have to call him that? I mean, that's what he called himself. You could call him the GA. Yeah, he kind of had yeah. indistinguishable GA. features. So he's bad. He's a bad guy. You can call him whatever you want, but. He will likely send his agents after us. The portal that I exited was unnatural. It's... <laughs> I just try to quietly drink soda. Oh, I was laughing at the unnatural portal. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was, a lot of it's really weird. There's some weird stuff going on to the north of here. Yeah. Uh... But I wasn't able to close the portal, so other stuff may have bled through. Uh, okay. So how long do you think we have before we're pretty much all dead and eating souls, Tomar? I have no idea. Um, I might have stopped his plans for now. But I think 
we need to free Worker Egg because, as far as I could tell, he was a big obstacle for the Great Adversary. And him being locked up will prevent him from helping. I have no divine power now. Like, I can't wield that. I can't heal anybody. So, we might be shed out of luck if somebody gets injured. Um, what? Yeah, it's gone. I can't All of it? it? I have some small magic ability left, but that was just from study. Like, I had already learned it on my own, but I can't heal anybody. Tomar. Man, I didn't choose to not be divine anymore. You just had to go and fondle rubies, didn't ya? Well, I've... I trusted Mandorin, and I went to look for him in Deepminster, which... Don't go to Deepminster, <laughs> by the way. Why? Like, because we're Whoops. wanted there. Pinwin looks a little at the ceiling, looking around a little uh, what did you awkwardly. Do? Did you go to? Did you go to Deepminster? Maybe have gone to Deepminster and started a performing crew with some people. What? And it went bad. Explain. <laughs> So, okay, I get to Deepminster because that, you know, that really cool performance we saw, I really wanted to see them, and I wanted to find Mandoran, obviously, but, um, so, yeah, went to Deepminster, and I found these people who were trying, they were kind of up-and-coming performers, they weren't well-known around crowds yet, so they just needed a little spice, so spiced them up, and we did some performances about Wolves of Moonread. Oh, yes! <laughs> Pinwin! Uh-huh. So, um... And you haven't mentioned this since you've been back. I mean, we've been kind of busy. And yeah. yeah, but maybe not too busy to mention that you may have outed us. I mean, I didn't tell them where we were. It was a did you thing. did you dance where we were? <laughs> no, I didn't. Just a little tidbits of our adventures and like the dragons and the uh, random encounters and yeah. But um, so yeah, ended up really, really like really good success story for a while, and then um. Some soldiers found us, and then I don't know what happened to my friends. Awesome. How did you get out? Luck. <laughs> but I'm here. You don't think they might have squealed as to where we are? They didn't know. We weren't there. We were in Deepminster. I just was like, hi, I'm Pinwin. Can I join your crew? And they're like, I guess. And then it just all and erupted, and it was... Wonderful for a little while. You you should have seen it. We were super popular for a bit. I felt really proud. There's a spire there. They were building a spire when we were there last. But uh, the Inquisition, I think, built it. And the guy that was leading the Inquisition before, what was his name? Do you remember? <laughs> He's dead. And they're, the guy on the council... And I think they're going to appoint somebody Ugh, else. That old douche? <laughs> yeah, that old douche. I mean, he's dead? Yeah. Good. <laughs> but Romar can't be trusted. He might be an agent for the Great Adversary. And he might be leading the Inquisition now, I'm not sure. Fantastic. 
Anyway. Yeah, it's not good. So we need food. Who is else there more has food? been revealing our, our location? Janice goes and checks in the back. And Tomar, you're telling. Shakes it. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go skip Satan over to Melbourne where we again. are. <laughs> Penguin's out there in Deepminster telling the whole fucking city where we're at. Just our adventures, not where we are. Well, it Just might be best to take on different names and not go by the Wolves of Moonreach if possible. Like, I haven't been telling anyone my name is Tomar Iron Fist when I meet them. Yeah, so good news in Steepminster. I have a new persona. It's really good. New one for Shadow, too. Really good. <laughs> Alright. Uh, first things first. We need to- Food. Well, we already have the sausages. I'm feeling okay. We might need to talk to the we need the new guy. Yeah, how did the dwarf find out where we are? We gotta ask him. Um, so we don't eat oh, more food? He just seems... He doesn't seem dangerous, necessarily, but... We well, need to he find took out. down two of our guards. We need to find out more about him. Like, I feel like if he was directly trying to harm us, then he would have... Okay. Tomar, are you feeling up to an interrogation? I am. Let's do it. Bad I cop. Mean, you seem a little... A little loopy. Oh, yeah. At the very least, I can observe him to see if he's lying. But if you guys want to question him, I can watch. And protect you if need be. All right, Pinwin. Yep. Good cop, bad cop. Uh-huh. Of course. All right. All right, so you guys stand up, finish your drinks... All right, so you guys, the three of you make your way to the holding pen. Um, you, you two pass the guards, and they step aside uh, to let you in. And Herstag, you see the door open, and your, your little cell there is right next to the door, and you see the three of them enter in this dimly lit chamber. It's dimly lit? The whole, yeah, the whole of the place is dimly lit. There's one torch on a sconce next to the door but other than that maybe on the far end of the hallway there's another torch but yeah it's pretty dim in there All so right. there's a hallway and there's cells right yes. and I'm in one of the cells the one closest to the door you guys see him as you enter to the left he's in the leftmost cell so since it's dark in here uh, I'm gonna pull my goggles off and put them on my forehead <clears throat> and you see my eyes used to be like a hazel color but now they're like a very pale amber color instead and the peoples are like small. Mm. He looks hot. <laughs> Good as fuck. Right. Do we have an interrogation room? Um, yeah, down at the end, there's an empty cell that you guys have used in the past. Pinwin, do you think I would have forgotten about an interrogation room? <laughs> okay. It's right next to the torture yeah. room. Send him to the tickle chamber. <laughs> tickle right. chamber. What the hell's that? <laughs> so you guys see you you see them enter, and you're what are you doing in the cell? Uh, I will just stand there, kind of by the bars, just looking nonchalantly, arms crossed. Is his staff still in there? No, he dropped his staff on the ground. It's probably somewhere in this building, but... Is there a guard? Uh, There was one outside, and you can see one down at the end of the hall, but there's nobody immediately outside of this cell. I'm going to call out to the guard. Hey! Uh, A uh, half-orc gentleman walks down very cautiously. Uh, Yes. Uh, where is this mage's weapon? 
Uh, it's over over there. You want you you want me to go get it? Yeah, bring it here, please. So, oh, oh, okay. Be right back. And he shuffles off, returns a few moments later, carrying a big staff. All right, I'm gonna grab it. All right. And what does it look like? Uh, it's just like a twisted wooden staff. Doesn't really look like much. It looks like some of the uh, um, like there were branches kind of twisted, uh, kind of like a rope. So it's like made of several branches. It's not just one branch. Is this how you channel your magic? Uh, yeah, that's my focus. Wait until we get to the interrogation room. Sorry. Are you guys interrogating me? <laughs> yep. We're not interrogating you. We're just asking a few questions. Well, okay. Mask away. To the interrogation well, room. Why don't you just follow us to, to somewhere a little bit more comfortable? <laughs> Yeah. All right, so you... you The tickle I, chamber? Either of you two would have the keys to this place. <laughs> you would be so lucky. <laughs> no, I don't like being tickled. <laughs> so you unlock the door, Gorble, and uh, the door springs open for you. Nice. You just going to follow them, or what are you going to do? I'll follow them. Okay, so you lead him down into the interrogation room, which is an empty cell... With n- it's a non-barred door. It's actually got a, a wooden and steel door. And inside, it's completely featureless except a chair in the center of the room. There is, in the very back, a thin arrow slit window. Is there a table? There is no table. Damn. Just a chair. And there's some straps on the chair. How wide is the window? Uh, maybe two inches wide. Okay. Have a seat. I shall... He sits down in the chair. No. We're going to have to bind you up here. Oh, Timmy, what did you do? Why do you have to bind me? We don't need to start <laughs> off that I don't even strong. have my staff. I don't know what kind of magic you how about How about you just take a seat for right now? Well, I'm sitting. <laughs> and remind me of your name? I'm Herstag Treehollow. Tree what? Treehollow. Where do you get a name like that? <laughs> Penwin leans down and is screaming in your face very aggressively. Uh, my dad gave it to me. Your dad gave it to you. A likely story. <laughs> How convenient. You don't look like most dwarves I've seen. Where are you from? I'm from uh, the woods. The woods? The woods? What kind of a thing is that? What's the woods? Penguin's still in your face screaming. Have you all heard of the Midland Wilds? You guys have. Those are the wilds very near where you grew up in Moonreach. Maybe. Except for you, Penguin. (laughs) You might not know. (laughs) (laughs) So the maybe's true. We're familiar. We're familiar. I grew up there. How old are you? Okay, we're pretty. We're from the same area. Yeah, I know. That's why I came looking for you. How long have you been following us? Uh, a while. Since I left. Well, a while. I've, I, I got sidetracked, like I said. Uh, there's been, I've been sensing some evil in the land. How do you just sense evil? <laughs> can I Pinwin tell? says, leaning forward of, again. Can I One tell if he's telling the truth? Uh, insight check. Notice I am not rolling deception. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at him, like, weird. You can also roll inside if you'd like, Penwin. Sure. Or you can roll to intimidate if that's if that's oh, your preferred yeah. method. Okay. The fuck is... What do I have to roll to resist the intimidation? Uh, it'll oh. just be... 
Penman learned to be aggressive. Who knew? Uh, 22. As, as far as you can tell, he is telling the God's honest truth. Also 22. All right, so this little guy is a little intimidating, but not anything you haven't encountered before. Seems like his first <laughs> foray into being intimidating, and he seems a little... Um, uh, a little like he's got a screw loose, maybe. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Could you so, kind of just take it easy there? Okay, I. You're just so, you're scaring me a little bit. I need answers. Well, I, I answer, need ask me questions and I'll give you answers. Okay, so woods guy from the woods following us. Um, why? Well. I've been looking for some people to travel with. Uh, I heard that you guys were heroes and you're fighting the Rothians. Well, you were already traveling with someone. I was. That wasn't in the meantime until I caught up with you guys. You guys have been around so much. It's been hard to keep up. Who is your friend? <laughs> and when, and when dialed back. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming into his face once again. <laughs> Maybe let Gorble talk to him for a minute. Horstag. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about why you think we need to be helping you get your friend back. Well, like I said, I've been sensing evil in the land. What does that mean? You're sensing evil. I can, I can reach out. I'm a druid. I don't know what that means. You ever heard of a druid? Sounds dirty. Druid. Mm. Well, I'm a, a and not na- the good kind. A, a nature mage. Dirty kind. A, simple way to describe it but I have a very good connection with nature and I can reach out and feel through the land if there are any disturbances well we can feel if you're full of shit am I? <laughs> and looks questioningly at We're Tomar. figuring it out <laughs> he doesn't he seems to be on the up and up so far Let's just Thank let's you. let him talk. Okay. Well, I think that you guys would be interested in taking care of this um, because it could threaten the entire land. Now, this Rothian thing, I think that it might have something to do with this evil that I've been sensing. I uh, pull Gorble aside. All right. Sidebar. What do you gather from this? This could be the great adversary's work. Working through him? No. Uh, our valley. <laughs> we might need to make sure whatever's there is dealt with. In case. Well, that's kind Stop of it. a relief, because then it's and just one enemy. Sits up between you guys at, at this point. Not notice Pinwin, but he's he slowly peeks his head up between you guys' two whispering heads. <laughs> I was kind of worried this was going to be a whole other enemy guy, but if it's the same one, that's kind of good, right? I mean, I think we at least need to find out what it is. I mean, yeah. You know, I just, I feel like a lot of You just see the three of them all. Are they behind me or in front of me? They're ahead of you. We keep turning and looking at you and then going back to I'm looking back really mean. Just judging you. Herstag, where did you say your friend is? Blue or whatever the hell his name is? Oh, uh, Cyan. I I just met him on the road 
uh, not that long ago. But we were traveling together. He seemed like a nice guy. And uh, he got snatched up in that town that we were visiting. And we were just kind of passing through. You trust this man? I mean, I didn't. You trust him enough to risk our lives for him? Well, we're not necessarily. I'm not necessarily asking you to go save him. I mean, I need help to save him. That's a kind of a, you know, it's the main focus should be to take care of whatever's happening in this town because these people they weren't regular. What do you They're, mean? They were acting crazed. The whole town was chasing us. Does that sound familiar to us? Have we seen something similar to that? Um. If you'll recall, there was a uh, there. It sounds a bit like a, a feverish, cultish type situation. It doesn't sound like how you, when you guys were last in Heart Valley. So something definitely has changed there. I mean, we didn't do anything to to you know, um, like there's no reason that they should have charged us like that, and they definitely took. Cyan, and they were they dra- dragged him off, and I barely escaped. Who's in charge of the town now? I don't know. We'd just gotten there. Hmm. Did you see Rothians? Um. Did I see Rothians? You don't know for sure that you weren't there very long. The people there when they came after you, they seemed like the people like dressed fairly normally, not soldiers of any kind, but. Yeah, when we, <laughs> we didn't exactly leave Heart Valley in a good state politically or economically. Um, shit you guys kinda, been to Heart Valley? I mean, so far uh, this is pretty much the only town we haven't destroyed. Yeah, but I mean, did the, you just leave it? The people in charge of the town were certainly much worse for wear. There you, was what uh, happened there. What did you guys do? I don't think you need to know the details. Suffice to say that. Well, you're asking me details. Yeah, this is. <laughs> you showed up Shit to that our, I can't remember. You showed up to our town, asking for help. Whoever there was a like a baron or something. I don't know, a mayor or something like that. But he had a deal going on with Rothia, and we stopped mm. them quite efficiently. Like a period on the end of a sentence, he's like <laughs> not around anymore. And I don't then know if left. that would have had had anything to do with what's happening there now. That might have allowed something evil to take up house there or something. Y'all have been busy. You've been all across the land. <laughs> <laughs> I love your character's voice, Elijah. How, how do you know this about us? Well, I've been looking for you. We haven't seen you around? What do you know about Moonreach and how it was destroyed? Hmm. That's, that brings up some bad memories. Yeah, uh, while we were there. Well, I'm trying to earn you guys' uh, trust um, in me. I guess... So I, I was raising the the Midland Wilds um, when the, the Rothians attacked Moonreach. That's uh, when my dad died. Um, I was studying under Galode. What? Galode. 
What's a galog? Penguin says, <laughs> screaming into your face again. Galod. With a D. <laughs> H. Galod the fox tongue. She was a druid. She welcomed me into her circle. But you weren't from there originally. I don't know where I was from originally. How do you not know where you were from? Well... <laughs> well, you're a dwarf. Most dwarves don't just live in the forest. That's true. I did find out how uh, rare my circumstances were uh, once I started traveling around. Tree Hollow isn't a clan name. It's very un undwarven. Well, I was hoping to make it a clan name. Oh, you just you just pulled that out of a hat, basically. No, my dad my dad named me that. He found me in a tree. In a tree? I was inside of a tree. <laughs> oh. That staff that you're holding there, that's part How? of that tree. It offered if it offered the staff to me. This this may not be relevant, but how were you in a tree? There How were you a, in the tree? <laughs> first memory I have. You guys are just bring up my whole life. Just tell my whole life like story. Like you were birthed from a tree or <laughs> No. Someone carved out a tree and stuck first, a baby in? First memory I have is, cl- is crawling through the forest. I was lost. And uh sounded like some type of voice. Some, like, something was calling to me through the forest. And I I eventually, f- I followed the sound and I, I happened upon this tree. And it was the tree was talking to me. I mean, I've heard weirder. And I mean, I, I mean, the the hump yeah. or the, the the trunk was hollow, and it invited me to to stay inside of it, like it was uh, trying to protect me. Okay. And then my dad came along, and he he uh, well, the tree allowed trusted him to take care of me. Your dad? The tree's name is uh, Leothondria. I don't know if you guys have heard that before. No. No. Oh. Your dad. I haven't met too many trees. Was your, your dad? Was, <laughs> your dad the dwarf? Was he a dwarf? No, he was a satyr. The hell? What is a satyr? Can they roll to for like intelligence? To yeah, you could do a an arcana check. An arcana check. <laughs> yeah, for magical. That's a pretty good roll. Creatures. Eighteen. Thirteen. Seven. All right, so Pinwin, you. Oh, and it makes sense that Pinwin would have encountered him. Before. <laughs> yeah, P- yeah, Pinwin, you um, have met some creatures matching the description of a satyr, calling themselves a satyr. It's an upright, cloven-hoofed creature that is uses fey magic. Goat on the bottom, human on the top, kind of. Yeah, okay. Mr. Tumnus from mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah Chronicles oh, of Narnia. I love him. <clears throat> So do you need me to describe a satyr to you? No. Can can somebody describe you know a satyr? what a satyr is? Yeah. It's, um... Uh, I'm gonna just repeat what he said. It's basically an upright goat man. <laughs> Ew. Your dad is a goat person. He was a goat person. He's dead now. Right. Why are you not a goat person? <laughs> I wasn't. He's not my biological dad. He was a found baby, Pinwin. Oh. Keep up. <laughs> he adopted so, me from my tree hole. <laughs> <laughs> so, do, do you have a mother besides no. the tree? Well, 
I mean, I kind of saw... Was it a girl tree? I kind of saw... <laughs> you know, it was kind of like a whispery feminine voice. Could have been a girl tree. Okay, nobody wants to hear about you being inside a lady tree. Trees? <laughs> You're asking the questions here. Uh, however babies happen. Anyways. They tangle their roots. <laughs> Uh, if I had if I had anyone that was like a motherly figure, it would have been Glowed. And she trained me to be a druid because the the staff from Leothandria that was not a usual thing to happen. The tree offers a, a piece of itself to someone. So what can you do with this staff? Like uh, I saw you entangle some enemies, but um, is that the extent of your? Magical affinity, or mm. no? I can control all of the elements. I can like, summon fake creatures and animals if I want, but I would rather not do that. That's how my dad died. Glode was trying to defend Moonreach that day. Do we remember seeing something like that? There was a lot of chaos going on. Um, it's, it would be hard to tell through all the explosions and Moonreach cocktails and <laughs> Rolian soldiers what exactly was going on in and outside. She, she, summoned, she summoned my dad to help fight, and they both perished. Can you heal the sick? I or can. Uh, oh, well, see, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that I, might, I forgot to mention that. Might that. Be. Yeah, well, that's like one of my main things. Are, are we just automatically taking him along now? Convene, convene. Well, if you're going to save my friend, I would like to go along so I can make sure that he's okay. We don't care about your friend. <laughs> That's... Can it be like a little side mission, side quest <laughs> thing that we, we can kind of work on if we have time? I feel... Well, like- I'm, I'm going back there to look for my friend. I, I would like you all to come with me. I will be outnumbered if I go by myself. Why am I so bad at this mic thing? Because <laughs> you keep looking at Tomas. Yeah, you gotta stop looking at me. <laughs> stop miring him. Just picture you're looking at Tomar. <clears throat> um, or do the pivot with your eyes. That's what I was trying to do. Uh, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> the, the eyes in your face, not... <laughs> not your the head. ones in my face, not <laughs> not, not the big else. eye on your neck. <laughs> oh, I mean, if we do go there, he could be useful. Is so, all I'm saying. are we having a side well, conversation? Well, I could be. I could no. be useful. Um, in your other stuff too. I mean, I I I want to fight the Rodians. Do they killed my dad? Do we even want to fight the Rodians anymore? You do said you? they're working together. What? Can we talk on the side for a second, guys? What? What do you want? Go ahead, Penwin. <laughs> Penwin pulls I'll you be here. to to the side. Okay, so I know I'm the bad cop, but I kind of want to be his friend. <laughs> so, <laughs> how do? Is he our buddy? Are we gonna go think, to the place? I think you can be his friend, Penwin. You just need to dial back a little bit. You think? Uh, <laughs> I mean, not hostile. Look at him. Yeah, but He's covered I, in leaves. But I was bad cop. I tried it. You did pretty good, right? You were great. Thank you. And now I think you can just peel that mask think, off okay, and be a good cop. Okay, back to Penguin. Okay. All right. 
Oh, there you put, go. Put bag cup on the side. Yeah, just <laughs> move him, on from there. Put him on the back. But you just let out. me know when we need him again. Yeah, I'll let you know I'm when you need to ready. pull him out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, y'all get everything figured out over there. <laughs> He's just sitting very patiently, his legs not even touching the floor from where he sits in the chair. Well, impatiently, kind <laughs> of. <laughs> My my friend, how long ago was Pipe this? Pipe down, baby legs. I don't know. <laughs> Stubby. That is, uh... I'm taller than him. How tall are you? I'm, like, max dwarf height. What is Which max? Is five okay, feet. There's, there is one way to settle this. Back to back, boys. Let's do it. I'm four foot seven. <laughs> so, so you guys go back taller. to back? <laughs> and yeah, he's slightly taller. He's he's got you good, by good five about an inch. You don't look that tall was about, to me. If he's I'm gonna put four, my four foot too. seven and I'm five, then oh, I'm, five inches. Yeah. Five is I'm like not fantastic at, at <laughs> measuring. Thing. She's way taller than you guys, School. so everybody looks like roughly within an inch of each other. Yeah, You're she's all like just over tiny. a foot taller than you guys. <laughs> all of you. You guys are all what, like a foot and a half or something around there? I'm, I'm a good five feet. You're not. You're not good for measuring things. Anyway. I, hard I to tell from way up here. On that high horse. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's got you there. I kind of stand up against them. Gobble and am I? I'm I'm taller, right? He is very much shorter than <laughs> both of the dwarves. You know, it's it's close, Pinwin. It's oh, yeah. really really close. Yeah. I think they've got you beat by maybe just a centimeter. I'll keep growing, right? Yeah. <laughs> Just keep eating. Yeah. Keep eating all that meat. I love drink. Meat. Drink all your ale. Love ale. Doesn't that good. stunt your growth? Doesn't that make you stay short? Nah, that can't be. It, I love it. So good. And look me. how big I am. I'm three foot ten. There's quite the height disparity. It's It's just nice to finally catch up with you guys. I mean, this is... This is what I've been working towards for a while now. I'm willing to see what's going on in Hard Valley. But in the future, if you are stalking a group of people for their whole lives, maybe don't intro with that. It's <laughs> off-putting. With the truth? Or the viney like, thing? I'm it not, I'm not very good aggressive. at lying to people. Insight check. <laughs> <laughs> He's lying at it. <laughs> well, stick with me. I can teach you. All right. I'll take you up on that. What time of day is it? It's still uh, late morning. Do you guys have anything going on today? Did you have plans? Just the regular goings on around town. The preparing food, drying out the crops... Do you have like so this, what, like a provisioner supplies of any kind? Yeah. Is this like your town? Yes, oh. I built it. Well, that was pretty impressive. Thank you. Hmm. Nice we, little town. Sorry about guys, all that mess yeah. on the road there. <laughs> if you'd like to join us for afternoon training, you're welcome to come. Yeah. What are you going to train me in? Well, it's a bit of a hybrid. You guys, you might just want to check it out for yourself. I shall. So we're going to train? <laughs> <laughs> all right, and on that note, you guys all 
you unstrap him from the chair, <laughs> and uh, you guys exit the holding pen. You can still hear in the back some of the angry oaths being tossed your way from those uh, captives that you took earlier. Um, and as you exit the holding pen, you can hear the bell of the temple toll, telling you that it has reached 11 a.m. Bing! <laughs> <laughs> The group of you leave the holding pen where her stag was being kept and make your way down the road. Making my way downtown. Walking mm-hmm. fast, something, something. Eating ass. <laughs> <laughs> the remix. It's 2K18, guys. Uh, yeah, you make your way down, Pretty not eating mix. ass, but <laughs> I don't know, maybe you are. <laughs> That's up to you. Um... But you Do we uh, have to roll for that? <laughs> how well we you roll. eat <laughs> Both constitution and dexterity. <laughs> Until you reach the outskirts, walking through the main gate, you follow it around to the west, and there is a large constructed training grounds. Uh, one of Smoochie's specific requests before he left was to have a training ground set up to train the soldiers and it appears that that has been done. It is, there are large columns built from wood, and the entire circumference of it is about 100 feet. It's a nice-sized little training ground, and it's where most of the soldiers spend their off time during the day. Even now, though it is cold and snowy, you can see a few soldiers trading blows out there in the yard with blunted blades. Hmm. Lita, Zyko. Uh, you're going to have to <laughs> roll to see if they're out there. <laughs> we can't just assume that they're out there. They're the ones in charge of training. Yeah, but they might be doing other stuff. What am I rolling? Perception. <laughs> that seems a little excessive. <laughs> out of nowhere, Rey Mysterio leaps from the rafters. <laughs> Followed by Ric Flair. Woo! Twelve. Twelve. They're not out there. She was rolling well, I, for I, if they were out there or not. No, she was rolling for perception. <laughs> they're they're not there right now. They're off doing other things. So there's just a collection of soldiers out there, just like a I, handful. I guess our <laughs> leaders aren't here. Must wait. be taking a midday break. Wait, wait, wait. Psycho's the leader. He's leading you. Leading training. Training. He's training people. <laughs> okay. Lita's really taken him under her wing. Okay. Well, her only wing. <laughs> I, I said wing singular. <laughs> Lita lost an arm in the previous arc. Because of us. Well, no. Kind of. Because of her, because she uh, offered to go ahead and then backfired. So. And then she was a bad scout. <laughs> the two... The two uh, soldiers that you can see right now trading blows. Uh, one is a, a gnome woman, uh, and she seems to be fighting with f- quite intense ferocity. And she's fighting a young human man, um, and he seems to be just trying as best as he can to defend himself as from her onslaught as she whack like whack after whack is attacking him with the uh, with the blunted blades. How many people do you have here? About 150. Oh. It's not too bad. Is it 150 or is it more or less than that? Like 105. 105. Well, Gorbel's not good at math. 104. Sorry. 
Have you been saying 150? Uh-uh. 104. <laughs> <laughs> About 104. <laughs> Who are they? Are they uh, hired mercenaries? or? No, we have barbarians. We have some of our original followers. Halfling buddies. You halflings that Pinwin sent our way. Great. Okay. Well, what do you want to do? Do you want to just... Well, I was going to have Lita and Zyko give you a little demonstration of what they've been working on, but since they're not here, I suppose we can do whatever you like. <laughs> if you're hungry, thirsty, <laughs> if you want to go pray in the temple that we made for you. I mean, you could definitely do some training out there if you wanted. Are you feeling up to training, Tomar? I mean, I'm not gonna die. I'm not gonna keel over. You sure? Do you want me to prove it to you? Maybe. All right. Maybe before we put you into actual action. Are you, are All right. you feeling okay there? Do you need any healing? Or? Get in the ring. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> okay, short stuff. Let's go. Whoa. <laughs> All right, so not about to be told what to do. <laughs> Gorbel does exactly what she's told to do and comes out <laughs> the center of the ring. <laughs> In a weird twist of fate, does exactly what told to do. <laughs> the two of you square off on opposite sides of this ring. Are we betting on this, Pinwin? Do you know Pinwin's name? Yeah, I heard you guys talking. Okay. Yeah. Pinwin tells everyone his name <laughs> literally every second. I bet. Pinwin! They both will win because they're both really good. I'm going to bet for the big one. Which? Put my money on the big one. The big one. The big, big one. They're both big to me. Oh. The bigger one. Okay. Um. <laughs> Can I bet both? I think both. Uh, Sure. You guys, can see, <laughs> you guys can see as as the it clears out. Some of the soldiers now have come to watch. They're starting to gather around, and you can see some familiar faces out there. Pinwin, uh, some of the soldiers you've and and laborers that you've learned to know over the past few months that you've been back. So are we gonna roll initiative or something? Yeah, guys, roll initiative. Seventeen. Seventeen. Eight. All right, so Tomar, just as Gorbel's getting settled, she can see out, and she's seeing who all is in attendance. She looks like she's very seriously trying to decide where Zyko and Lita are. You get the drop on her and start your initial assault. All right, I put on my goggles, but underneath them, you can kind of see them glow a little bit from behind the lenses. And, uh... Spooky. I turn, and, uh... Like, there seems to be, like, the shape of Tomar still there, but it, there's kind of, like, a blur. Mm. And I'm gonna perform slow time. And... That requires a dimension die. I have five dimension die to use. But, um... What it means is the world around you slows as you channel raw energy from the ethereal plane. You instantly receive a bonus action. You have advantage on attacks until the end of your next turn. All enemies have disadvantage on attacks against you until the end of your next turn. 
and you have a bonus to AC equal to your dimension die roll until the end of your next turn. Jesus. So it's basically the world around him is slower, and uh, it makes it harder to hit him. So I also have a plus seven to my AC as a bonus. Seven. Yep. But it just looks normal to us, right? Well, other than him moving really fast. So he's going to oh. seem like he's moving crazy fast. Now, is there any resistance that she has to roll against on that? Not for that one. Uh, she just has disadvantage on attack rolls because I'm moving fast. Okay. Um, but that'll just be for this turn. Okay. And I'm going to go up and I'm going to attack her. So that's a bonus action? With what? With my sword. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ooh. We didn't swap them out for blunt swords. <laughs> this is training. We'll we'll say that you guys picked up a couple of blunt weapons. So that's going to be a thirty to hit. It hits your your first <laughs> attack strikes Gorbel as she is distracted and brings up her blade to block. Uh, twelve damage for that one. Twelve damage. Second attack coming at you. Thirty. 30 to hit? Yeah. Your second attack hits true. Catching her just under her guard. 15 damage. And then... Shit. 17. Misses. She gets wise to your your attacks and ducks very easily underneath the third attack. So you essentially just see him, like, kind of poof out of (laughs) existence a little bit in a speedy blur and just suddenly come up on you and whack, whack. Now you're... So is it physical attacks that have the disadvantage, or is it Tricky. any attack? Yeah. Okay, so if she uses a spell, she won't be at a disadvantage? Well, if it requires targeting me, okay. then probably, yeah. Okay. Gorbel, your turn. I am going to cast Otto's Irresistible Dance. All right. And I how- point my finger at Tomar, and I say, Dance, little monkey. <laughs> 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 Wisdom save 16. Ah, shit. Okay. (laughs) I fail. (laughs) You're shuffling, you're tapping your feet. So the entire group watching just sees Tomar (laughs) suddenly stop attacking and start shuffling, kicking his foot out, (laughs) making a nice little funky dance. But now he has disadvantage on dex saving throws and attack rolls. Well, and I have advantage on attack rolls. So you canceled out your <laughs> the disadvantage there. Well, Very well played. Was that an action? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you can't attack me anyway. Yes. All right. So I'm just dancing. Do what else happens? Oh, you're just dancing. But I still get a turn. And we are cheering for another turn. You're going to have fun. to make another. You're going to have to save. So that would relinquish your your turn here. So it would give her another. All right. Turn. So go for it. Yep. So now it's your turn again, Gorbel. What are you going to do? Well, it's a concentration spell. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. So you can well, you can, do you can attack. Spells. You can, can cast attack non-concentration or you can hit. Yep. All right. You're getting a smackety smack with this blunt sword. <laughs> <laughs> Which will conveniently give the same stats as your normal one. But oh, wait, <laughs> I have advantage? Yes. No, you. No. it just cancels it out. You so what did you get? first. Seventeen. You miss. 
you miss. <laughs> so I'm so, a dance and then I so don't he yeah uh, he just <laughs> while he shuffle dancing he just uh, <laughs> right underneath the blade. Now I need to make a wisdom save again. Uh-huh. Correct. Natural twenty. All right, he saves. Damn. He super saves. So He's, his he, dance stops. <laughs> He's gonna start laughing. Um, <laughs> are you just, are you gonna laugh then? <laughs> Perfect. That's a nice trick. <laughs> yeah, your moves have gotten better. Okay. Now I'm gonna use another dimension die. And how many of those do you have? I have three per short rest. All right. And I'm gonna use Ethereal <laughs> Weapon Strike. All right. Um. You infuse your weapon with potent energy from the Ethereal Plane. Make a weapon attack against a target. All right, so you guys see a pulsing black mist start to swirl around Tomar and swirl around the, his blade itself. Ooh, uh, 16. Miss. I am an attacking man. Gorbel s- dodges out of the way. Fancy footwork and starts taunting. 17. Also miss. Gorbel is ducking and dodging. 14. And all three of your attacks... Do not find purchase on Gorble the Adorable. She does a little shimmy dance herself and flexes, and everyone <laughs> around the ring cheers for her. Yeah, Gorble! Woo! Yeah! You're new to them, so <laughs> she hushes the crowd with a sarcastic smirk. All right, Gorble, you're up. I am going to cast Blindness. <laughs> All right, and how do you do that? Close those pretty little eyes. <laughs> Constitution save, 16. 18. Oh, he saves. The dreaded mist flies out to obscure his vision, but with his goggles and his <laughs> quick thinking and resilience, he is able to shove off the spell. Yeah, I'm going to rush on her and attack again. All right. Just a normal... Yeah. 30. Hits. Barely. (laughs) (laughs) 17 damage. All right. Gorbel gets a resounding crack across the chest with the blunted blade. 26. To hit? Yep. It hits. 17. Another crack across the side of the head. Wait, no, that was 16. My bad. And then 20. Hits. Uh, 11. 11 damage. You throw your shoulder into her, uh, into her chest and slice down at her leg. And she takes a nice, grievous slice across her shin. How you doing over there, Then I Gorbel? raise my hands at the crowd. Ah! Some of them are starting to see the turn of the tide. Ah, ah, yeah. All right. I rush him to attack. All right. You have disadvantage on your attack. Or wait, is that over with? Yeah. Okay. So you you just attack like normal. 13. You miss. (laughs) Why get two attacks? 21. You hit. So you, the first attack, he ducks underneath (laughs) really cockily. And then the second one crunches right across the top of his head. And I'm just doing an unarmed strike, right? 
No, you're doing, uh, you're attacking with your sword. Oh, I thought this was just like an unarmed strike because we're not yeah, using Yeah, but it's swords. it's theoretical, basically. Yeah. We're using our regular gear. Oh, yeah. shit. Way much more. <laughs> much more many. <laughs> many some so. <laughs> All right. We'll get there. Okay. 12 damage. Okay. That's your only... Wait, do you have two attacks? You have two attacks. That yeah, was the but second I missed one. them. Okay. So the second one cracks you on top of the head, and you feel a, a momentary, like, buzz. <laughs> you hear a ringing in your ears. All right, I'm going to do all three of my attack rolls at once. Okay. Jesus Christ. So there's a 21, a 14, and then a 30. All right, the first attack hits. The second one, she dodges out of the way, but the second one, you slap her right across the face with your blade. Uh, 14 damage, and then... What do you have for life here? And then 16 damage. I should probably call it. <laughs> <laughs> so are you gonna... Are you gonna yield? I suppose. I, I roll away. <laughs> sure you're not too weak to continue? I know when to call it, Tomar. <laughs> <laughs> Alright then, I think we've proven the point here. So are we ready to head out? Yeah, well, maybe I need to go suck some god's dick and get some superpowers, too. These aren't god powers. The the crowd is a bit confused because they're, they expected something really cool, and then it was a yielded battle. And now they're looking at Gorbo like, hmm? <laughs> There's a murmur of, like, oh, what the fuck is going on here? Well, Tree Guy, you know, technically they both won because they didn't die. So, Mm. I win. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's true. All right. (laughs) I owe you one silver. Yeah, we didn't even (laughs) set a price. I'll I'll get that to you as soon as I get some silver. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Do you have money? No. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that's okay. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like if he had money, he'd probably have clothes. <laughs> hmm. Well, I mean, I've got this robe. Right. That's and, what I mean. <laughs> and we'll say that that was temporary HP, so you guys are... You have... Well, any damage you took is mostly superficial, so... So do we get our, our yeah, you, stuff back, basically? Yeah, yeah. You get your your HP back. What about their abilities and stuff that they used? Uh, we'll say after a short rest, we'll say you weren't going full full steam. Oh, so, okay. right on. All right, so you walk away from the training grounds, and the two of you seems like that's kind of your way of settling your <laughs> your. <laughs> that was fun. That, that's the longest we haven't sparred in like years. Yeah, next time let's do it with weapons. <laughs> <laughs> uh. When they were young, like, Gorbel was kind of like Tomar's sister, in a way. Like, mm-hmm. she um, stayed there with their dad and stuff, and uh, they often settled disputes by sparring, and sometimes they got, like, too violent. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Hmm. Alright, so, what's next on the agenda, folks? Well, aren't we heading to Heart Valley? Is that the plan? Already? I mean, the day's just begun. I mean, I'd, yeah, I'd like I mean, to. Yeah, I mean, we should probably find Zyke. Right? I probably should find out where 
the trainers are. Probably get some people. Yeah, it'd be good to see Zyko. I haven't seen him in a long time. All right, so asking around the some of the um, general townsfolk indicate that they last saw Zyko um, in the inn. I make my way over there. All right, so you enter the inn, and there is Zyko standing guard outside of one of the uh, inn rooms. One hey, of the lower level. Buddy, what the fuck? Hi. Are you just not working today, or? No. Um. Psycho? Tilma. Hi, Psycho. Hi, Penguin. Wow, you look different. Jacked, right? <laughs> Great guarding. Uh, you look different too, uh, Tilma. Uh, you go, I'm sick. Is that right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> you could say that. Yeah. Um, well, Bubba makes some good soup, so, uh, you should, uh, try that. Maybe? Is there any available right now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you could go ask. That's uh, fine. He uh, he comes up and he grasps, grasps your uh, your forearm with his and nods at you. Um, S- Smoochie left, but uh, it's good to see you back. I, uh, uh, I, w- I was missing you. I missed you too. It looks like you've got some training in on your own. Yeah, I, I've been... A bit. I've been doing it a bit. Um, just trying to do what you guys taught me, and uh, you know, kind of develop my own little style and and stuff. And uh, yeah, I chopped a guy's arms off. Oh, nice. <laughs> I was like, slice. It was pretty neat. Was that the you running around doing that? Mm-hmm. I kicked the door down with the sandals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he motions to his sandals on his feet, his chapped red feet. It's quite bold of you to wear sandals in the wintertime. Well, just doing like, like Gorbo does. She's the fastest person I know, and I want to be fast. His sandals are not magic. <laughs> just <Mm-mm>. leather. <laughs> and cold. Great, great. You know, it doesn't matter what Belba says to you. You can wear socks with those, Psycho. But it looks dorky. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I don't like it. It's practical. It's armor for your feet. Socks. Yeah. I don't know about that. Oh. Sounds like Zyko knows a little bit more about socks than Gorbel does. No, I'm, I, I, don't, I don't... I'm not like a socks bird or anything, but... I, <laughs> I just, uh... I, just, I, don't, I don't like the way it constricts my toes, and, um... I just prefer not to wear them. How do you feel about going to Heart Valley? Okay. Let's go. Wait, first of all, why aren't you training? Um, I'm, uh, protecting this, this uh, room. I'm why? supposed to stand guard out here, make sure I, uh, no- nothing happens. Who's in there? Nobody. Psycho. He, he's, like, looking around very, <laughs> very obviously. You can tell me. Um, uh, Lita and her boyfriend are in there, and, uh, I'm supposed to stay in guard and let him know if anybody approaches. Who's she fucking now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't see him? Mm-mm. He was already in there, I think. I bang on the door. Just a minute. <laughs> <laughs> 
Lita, maybe, maybe after hours. After a few moments, Lita pushes the door open. Her hair is askew. Her she's all sweaty, <laughs> and just behind her in the in a bed in, in the room, you can see it is. Uh, tiny gnome man with his arms perched behind his head <laughs> looking really satisfied sitting on top of the sheet so he's completely naked <laughs> um yes are you gonna go to work oh shit what time is it well it's like midday oh fuck <laughs> she she looks over at the at the gnome and he looks around him and sees a lump of clothes and he hurls it at her she catches it starts putting it on in front of you guys oh yeah she was naked <laughs> when she opened the door um, and then she waves and rushes out the door <laughs> the gnome still leaning back so uh where are you guys from we close the door <laughs> closes the door you hear muffled behind it alright alright <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> that was weird. Mm-hmm. Zyko, does this happen a lot? Um, I don't know. Uh, not. I'm just. I was. I was around. She grabbed me and said, "Watch the door. Knock on the door. If somebody comes." But then I saw Toma, and I was like, "I forgot." <laughs> you know, Zygo, You can tell people no. Uh, uh, it's okay. Uh, but she's my boss. But like for for that, yeah, not for sex. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they they could have just locked the door, maybe. Zyko, have you ever sexed on Lita? Mm-mm. Okay. No. You just would tell careful. us if you did, though, right? <laughs> yeah, my life's an open book. Just be careful. She seems like she's had her share of experience, and <laughs> that's not why you need to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> I keep my eyes open, um, but um, yeah, no, she never, she never put no moves on me. Oda, Oda wrestled her away. <laughs> Good. All right. <laughs> wrestled her in. <laughs> so now what? Hi, Hello. I'm Zyko. He Hi, holds I'm his hand out. <laughs> nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Um, do you want to? Use my bathtub. You're a bit dirty. No. <laughs> I don't have time right now. All right. Maybe when we get back. You've got you've got a bit of... Uh, he points to his own face. <laughs> uh, beard? Yeah. You got a berry on your beard. Yeah, you, oh. got, you got some twigs oh. and some babies. Yeah, I'll uh, pop the berry in my mouth <laughs> and chew it. Zyko seems stunned but a little pleased. Hungry? <laughs> You got more in there? He reaches out and he takes... No, 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 no. They're good berries. Really good. berries? Good berries. Beard berries? (laughs) Zyko tentatively (laughs) places the berry in his mouth. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. It's a bit tangy. Can I have one? Sure. That'll fill you up all day. Really? Yep. The the berry? Yep. It's like a whole meal. (laughs) 
You do not feel full, <laughs> but you... It's a pretty pleasing taste. A little bit tangy, as Zyko indicated. Does it taste like beard? It tastes really good, actually. I didn't notice a beard, beardy flavor. Mm. <laughs> well, damn it if everyone's trying. <laughs> All right, here you go. I've only Pay got a close few more, attention, though. children. Do not eat random beard berries if somebody comes up to you with them. Beard bees? Not bad. Right? It tastes less hairy than I thought it would. Yeah, good berries. So does your beard grow berries? No, <gasps> I, I just put them in there. <laughs> these are the, I did not grow these in my beard. Don't worry. Okay, good. How did they get there? Then? I put I put them in there. Oh, okay. so that's what just, else do you keep I in don't there? Have many pockets. I, <laughs> I extend my hand and touch his beard. What do you? What does she feel? What do I find in this beard? There's twigs. There's a few <laughs> more berries. Oh. Um. <laughs> There's a lot of matted hair. <laughs> I like that you raised your eyebrows at matted hair. Like, yeah, yeah, girl. Well, any other treasures? Mm-mm. <laughs> Think we cleaned them out. <laughs> huh. Okay. Well, that's an interesting thing you got going. All right. So, what's the next leg of your journey here, folks? I suppose we need to pick up provisions before we head out. Well, we're in the right spot. Everybody looks at Pinwin. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. um, What do we need? Maybe some rations to take with us. Want to run back into the kitchen and grab us some of the dry goods? Sure. Do we have a potion shop or something? Well, those, uh, those good berries will fill you up for the whole day. You won't need any more food. But what if we're hmm. gone longer? Remember, I can make more. Oh, never mind. You make <laughs> it's a spell. Oh, oh is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you thought I was just standing up there? Fuck. No, they're good berries. It's a spell, and they do actually uh, feed people for a whole day. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Berries, and they restore one health point per berry. So he seems very genuine when he says. These will fill you up for a whole day. And I rescind what I said before. You do feel satisfied and full. <laughs> In fact, you all do. This is very good. <laughs> They're you did, damn good berries. Did you eat a berry? Yeah. Yeah, I gave oh. everybody a berry. Oh. Okay, well. Oh, yeah, let me go to the kitchen. <laughs> so Pinwin dusts off down the, down the hallway to grab some provisions for you guys. Still. <laughs> 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 Returns a few moments later with uh, like a handful of uh, dried meat and a, a small sack of uh, little bread rolls. Uh, enough for a you know a couple days journey for you guys. I don't stop eating when I'm full. <laughs> <laughs> you fool. Uh, does anyone need potions or anything? Yeah, let's go down to Let's Shop. So, uh, we'll cut to that. Let's shop is actually, at the moment, he spends most of his time in the alchemy lab below, in the I basement. I meant uh, his workshop. Oh. So Not yeah. like a... Yeah. Um, he spends most of his time in the alchemy lab at the in the basement of the Shade Gazer Manor. 
Um, as you guys enter the dank and dusty lab, you get this very musty smell. You guys didn't clean up the place well, <laughs> in the year that you've been here? <laughs> no. Uh, Let has Let has left it largely uncleaned, but you see that he has been busy at work trying to figure out different potions and ingredient swapping for, you know, kind of reverse engineering a lot of things. Uh, there's a lot of different half and quarter filled vials. Some are full, some are bubbling. Um, and you can see that he's hard at work in the back of the lab, his nose buried deep in a book. Let! Uh, yes? How's it going? Oh, it is, uh, it is, it is fine. I am, uh, very frustrated at the moment, trying to figure out how to reverse engineer a, uh, a slinking potion. My brother, he has not written to me in several months, and I am getting very, very upset. Did he teach you how to make potions now? He did not. Oh. He's being very close-lipped and very stingy with the information. He says, if I want it, I have to pay for it. Well, why don't we just pay him? This has not been brought to my attention. Well, we can pay for. Don't pay that stodgy motherfucker. <laughs> well, if we wanna, if we wanna. Send no, him he tra- can choke on a dick and die. <laughs> so think. I am his brother. He should give me the ingredient list. I have spent so much time on the road trying to sell his shitty little potions, and now he comes to me begging for money in order to give me the ingredient list and how to make. I say, fuck you, brother. Is he still like? <laughs> super into being in Rothia. Like, we could just bring him here, and then you guys could have a business with your potions. He is... Last I talked to him, he was not very pleased with the idea of leaving, though I don't know how he feels now with all the skirmishes. Perhaps he would like to leave? I don't know. So you know about the skirmishes between Rothia and Veldor. Well, last last I talked to him, he wrote to me and said as much, but I did Did you give him this address? Uh, I mean, he he, That's a good point. he does know how to get a hold of me, yes. But uh, my brother, he is, he is uh, on the level. He, he would not be. You were just us. talking about how he's a cocksucker. Yes, but he's not a traitor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he wouldn't be a traitor if he turned us in, because he's from Rovia. He would be a traitor to me, and believe me, if he traded against me, I would go find him, and I would put his face in the mud. Uh, I think I think you should try and contact him again and tell him to come here, but vaguely, so if the message is intercepted, they're not going to know what it means. Well, I can try, but I make no promises. He is a stupid piece of stinking awful. <laughs> so anyway, fam sounds good. Uh, <laughs> what do you have potion-wise whipped up? Well, I've got a couple of uh, healing potions, um, and I have one potion of greater strength, but uh, I sold some of them to the soldiers around here, and they've probably used them. Uh, my, I must admit that my skill is quite low still. I have been working diligently, but uh, it seems to uh, only yield very minor results. Well, we'll take what you got. All that, he points to a table across the room when there's a handful of potions sitting on them. Take with caution, because I do not know if they are 100% good to go. 
You got it. Ooh, do you have any of that special drink that you've been making? Are you talking about the, uh, the Orosian Rose alcohol? That's the one. Well, I have been trying, but, uh, yes, you can, you can try it for yourself. And he goes over to a barrel where he's got a ladle sticking out of it, and he, you hear a slosh as he picks up a ladle full of very pungent-smelling liquid and brings it over to you. It's dripping onto the, f- the stone floor of the musty alchemy lab. This is what I had brought up to us earlier. Ah, uh, yes. This is what I sent to you. I it, take a small sip. It tastes like jet fuel. Not that you know what that is. <laughs> it tastes like airship fuel. <laughs> Perfect. Bottle this up for me. Well, you got it. Um, how many bottles would you like? I think one is plenty. One bottle? All right. Um, I never he- understood this. Like, why does everybody like drinks that taste <laughs> awful? Because what they, is wrong? It is potent, my what friend. What is wrong with some nice spiced warm milk with rum in it? Spiced warm milk? What the hell are you talking about? Never had warm milk with rum in it? No. It's so good. Yeah. I also have not had this drink. This sounds like a baby drink <laughs> for babies. <laughs> well, you're He's lucky. Babies. One. You're lucky I made a good mood because. <laughs> Oh, yes, I don't want to travel downwind of you when you're in a bad mood. I remember. <laughs> Toma Alan Fist. All right. You didn't I mean, even I... greet me. I haven't seen you in a very long time. That's because I don't like you. Well, I like you, Toma, and uh, perhaps you should nice. maybe realign your uh, allegiances and maybe be nice to the people that work for you. You don't work for me. I work for the wolves. I am a wolf. By all intents and purposes, I am part of the gang. Did somebody call him a wolf? Has he been oh, labeled let. as a wolf? That's... It's not intense and purposes. It's intensive purposes. <laughs> <laughs> Language barrier. I, I, I make mistakes. I do not speak Verdalinian common. It is a much more simple and crass language. As a Rosian common is what I am used to, and it is much more eloquent and beautiful. Yeah, well... I mean, we just don't want you making a fool of yourself. No, I appreciate it. I, I appreciate you looking out for me. I will now know it is intensive purposes. <laughs> for all intensive purposes, I am a wolf. Okay. Is it pronounced sure. wolf? Is that correct? Yep. He has been a big help over the past year. He I have. really has. Okay, fine. I don't know if we ever threw around the word wolf. Yeah, well, we workshop it. We see what happens, perhaps. We see how potent this drink is, and then maybe you all agree that I am a wolf of Montreux. Well, maybe get your brother here. I will get to work immediately. <laughs> and at, when he says that, he grabs a big dusty bottle, <laughs> blows off some of the cobwebs on it, and dunks it into the barrel of the pungent alcohol. Then he... Pops a cork in it and hands it to you, Gorble. Thanks, Do you Lett. drink alcohol? Uh, yeah, I'm a big fan. <laughs> How much for a bottle? Well, um... I thought you didn't have money. I do not know... I do have money, I was joking. <gasps> what is your name? <laughs> I'm Herstag. All right, Herstag. Do you like the most beautifully potent alcohol in the land? I do. All right, what's it worth to you, my friend? One silver, but I'll owe you. I want one silver it is. Place it in my palm. All right. One silver. Do you put one silver in his mm. palm? I, 
Actually, I only have gold. I'll give him one gold. <laughs> my friend, perhaps my common is not so good, but this is a gold piece, not a silver. Did I misunderstand? I'll be back for more. You go ahead and keep that. He bites it. Well, well, you are let <laughs> first and best come. <laughs> customer. <laughs> it tastes like a beard. I'm not. <laughs> he takes another bottle and dunks it in and puts another cork in it. Here you are, my, my friend. And he places the gold piece in a, in a pocket of his of his uh, blazer. And he, <laughs> he dusts his hands off. Well, I'm going to call it a day because it's my first and only sale. And I am going to go to the tavern and get drunk. <laughs> well, nice meeting you. Nice what? to meet you too, Herr Stag. I want to hear about your brother by the time we get back. When will you be back? Tomorrow, maybe? It's about a, a couple day days, man. Who can tell, really? Well, I will see what I can do, but I am not. <laughs> I cannot see the future. Can you try? I will see what I can do for you, Gobel, the adorable. Gross. Bye. <laughs> Love you there. Bye. <laughs> so you guys leave the alchemy lab. Yep. Head upstairs. Now what? Did you guys check out the rest of this mansion? In the in the year you've you've checked it out pretty extensively. There's a huge library that was discovered not long after um, you guys came back to this place. And uh, as you know, Gilla Michael has been put in charge of refurbishing and and taking care of all the books in there. There's also many rooms. There's a dining hall that's large enough to seat fifty men, and there's a like a pretty nice sized kitchen. There's plenty of secret passages, and uh, of course, there's that massive ballroom uh, where you fought the vampire lord. So yeah, <laughs> there's a library though. Upstairs, probably a lot of old books about stuff. Oh, did you there. say where's the library? No, but I was confirming that you had one. Oh yeah, we I've, do. You guys probably didn't check it out that much, I imagine. Um, I mean a little. Little bit. I did. made it a priority. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I don't know what you're implying, Tomar. I know. I know you don't like to read. I can read just fine. Can read versus <laughs> enjoying the pursuit. Or... I read just fine. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well. I'll have to check it out. There might be something of use in there. Oh my god, you're such a fucking dork. <laughs> um, what the hell was I gonna say? I don't know what I was gonna say now. Shit. <laughs> well, we could carry on. Well, do we need anything else before we leave? I mean, you were there. What What were they doing? The people in the town that was weird. Chasing us. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty weird. <laughs> I mean, did you sense anything? Like something, like some... Arcane energy or um, uh, anything that implies what power they draw from that we could maybe prepare for in advance. Um, I mean, I I sensed some kind of uh, unnatural force there. Um, I can't really tell exactly what it was. There's something influencing those people there. Did they seem undead by any chance? 
Uh, we were only there for a few minutes. Uh, I would say no. Hmm. I mean, at a glance, couldn't really tell. Uh, what about the construct? Do we still have that here? I was waiting for this. I was hoping at least one of you would come back. But yes. I have the construct. I think it is ready to go. Yay! Do you want to fill them in, the audience, in on what that is? So, in in the last arc, when they were last here in Old Cairn, they stumbled upon a construct, a fabricated humanoid, uh, based on pretty much the Warforged race in 5e. Uh, but this one's made of wood, cord, and a little bit of metal uh, fused together to form a simulacrum of some sort of uh, humanoid creature. Anyways. I always was thinking of Mokujin from, like, Tekken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of like that. Or a crash test dummy. <laughs> and um, Anyway, uh, a an enemy of sorts, an antagonist at least, Miraluk, uh, took, stole the, the body and used it as his own and escaped with it. And they only recovered it at the end of the arc. Um, after discovering it was damaged. Well, it also housed what we think to be the spirit of Prince Othis. One of the one of the heirs to uh, the throne. Well, he would be the heir. He would be the heir. If he were brought back to life or brought to the attention of everyone else, because he's older than Gustav. Yes, correct. He was, and, and he's in a little bowl. Yes, he, his essence is in a stone that when placed into a slot in the back of the construct, seem, seemingly specifically designed for this purpose, he springs to life. But Miralux stole this body and form, leaving them with the prince's stone. And it's been a... It's been Gorbel's personal journey to restore the prince uh, and bring him back in the construct form. Though it was damaged after the battle, um, in, the, in the interim, she was able to using specific instructions from Delane Oceanbinder, a wizard at the College of Wisdom, um, at the Tower of Wisdom. Uh, she was able to construct and replace pieces that were broken on what Mirluck had done to the construct and was able to fix the charging station that the construct has to have in order to revitalize itself. Though it's slower than before because it's not a perfect fix... Um, it's been charging f- and repowering the construct for the last few months, and it's getting close, if not the time, for it to be able to release its charge on the uh, construct and allow it to wor- walk through the world. Have you put the stone in it? Not yet. Oh, well, we should do that before we leave, right? Right now? just. I mean, he's been stuck in that stone for how... How long? Like, we don't even know where it takes him when he's in there. I don't know. I just thought it was going to be something like a special moment. Something a bit more... A bit more theatrics than this. If you have a, a good reason for waiting, then we can obviously wait till we get back, but... I don't, I'm just nervous of what we're going to find out. Also, it's not fully charged quite yet, so... Okay, well, let's worry about it when we get back. Let's deal with... Fucked up Heart Valley... Save Cerulean. <laughs> I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about about a whole construct thing. Oh, well, but 
they briefly recap <laughs> for, for her stock's benefit, much like I just did for the listening oh, viewer. Wow. Do you understand strange. now? Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> A split second, I do. I okay, understand. Good. Holy shit, I'm so informed. Mm-hmm. It's like I was there or something. All right, so you guys uh, well, spend the the next little bit getting ready, and uh, you all meet outside of the gates of the of the of the town. Uh, there's. You can see see that since it's mid afternoon, uh, it's it's getting towards later afternoon. Now some of the uh, laborers and stuff like that have, are making their way back into the town. <laughs> Elijah, what did I miss? Elijah keeps <laughs> he keeps burping and he keeps like turning towards me and burping into his hands. Uh, uh, cute. <laughs> that is a handsome maneuver. Um, uh, Herstag, you noticed. Uh, immediately before you even came in that there is a copse of willow trees just outside of the uh, refurbished walls of the city Um, and uh, you recognize that those willow trees are also very similar to willow trees you saw outside of the uh, about maybe a 20 minute jaunt outside of Heart Valley Okay. so do we just do you have a stables? Maybe we could take horses and take a journey. No, no, no. We we can. I've got this. What do you mean? I uh, take an action. I take my staff mm-hmm. and I trace a doorway onto one of the trees. You guys see Herstag take his staff what? out, trace the shape of a doorway, and reach out, what? grab the doorknob, turn it, open it. What's this? What? What's this? What are you doing? And a magical doorway has opened up on the. Bar, or in the uh, trunk of this willow tree. I cast uh, transport via plants. You guys see this magical bullshit going on? The All right, fuck. I'll go first. What we gotta, kind of we gotta, berries did you give us? We gotta, we gotta be quick. <laughs> let's let's rush through. Come on. So I'll I'll hop through. Uh, you watch as Herstog hops through and disappears oh into God. a uh, magical uh, doorway. Uh, okay, I I run through. All right, Tomar leaps through as well. Penguin on shadow leaps through. Gorble, you're standing there with Zyko. You guys look at each other. Better hurry. Let's go. Zyko. <laughs> All right. And he runs and he leaps through. And I jump on through. All right. And you leap through. And Gorble, since you're the last one through, I'll describe your experience. You feel like a... Like your body being pulled and you feel a weird, magical warmth around you as you are shot through what feels like a tunnel and then you wind up lying in the grass far away in a place you have not visited in well over a year. The forest near Heart Valley. How the fuck did you do that? I told you I was a druid. That was so <laughs> fun! Do it again, do it again. Okay, maybe right. not again. But not not right soon. now. But it's about 20 minutes this way. How did we get from there to there so quickly? Well, oh, I that's feel just funky. one of my abilities. You guys remember this spot as as over a year ago where the barbarians attacked you uh, right outside of the city of Heart Valley. Remember Got that? some memories here. <laughs> Remember that asshole little kid that you guys kept having to headbutt into unconsciousness? <laughs> Tomar. Oh, yeah. You guys were headbutting a kid here? No. We've done that a lot. <laughs> What's a headbutt? <laughs> All right, so you guys make your way towards the town. 
and you can all feel this weird sense of just not rightness as you get closer and closer to the town of Heart Valley. Even the trees themselves seem to drip with some sort of ominous foreboding. (laughs) (laughs) Foreboding jism. Hey, uh, Druid? Hmm. Are the trees supposed to be drippy? No. Are they drippy? Did this look like what it was? Oh, they are dripping. Mm Mm-hmm. What is that? Almost, it looks like <laughs> what the fuck is <laughs> I'll take my staff and like try to like knock one of the leaves out of the tree or something. Alright, a clump of wet <laughs> leaves just falls down in front of you. Ew. Can I like roll to inspect it or something? Yeah, roll investigate. Okay. I think that's a thirteen. Thirteen? Alright, yeah. This seems very unnatural. And in your very fucked up leaves. <laughs> your very courageous flight earlier. You did not know. <laughs> you didn't have time to inspect the trees, but they they seem as though they are not rotting necessarily, but almost in a perpetual state of gunky evil. <laughs> well, episode. Look, yep. look at that gunky leaf right evil. there. That's that's an evil leaf right there. That's what that looks like. I didn't know trees could be evil. You think? Well, that's... it's not necessarily the tree, but it, there's evil that that gooey stuff. <laughs> uh, that's evil. That's pure evil right there. <laughs> so that's what it looks like. That is, uh, <laughs> just take it in, everybody. That's what it looks like. <laughs> I huh. told you. I told you. There's evil afoot. It's just. So it's not what I expected it to look like. It's pretty gross and no, drippy. You're right. You're right. Uh. So yeah, I. So how far away from the town are we now? A twenty-minute walk. Okay. So you went to the town, and then immediately, everyone started chasing you. Not immediately. We went into the tavern. Uh, I asked for a couple drinks. We waited for about five minutes. Uh, <laughs> everyone looked super evil. <laughs> you know that? Were they gooey? Feeling? No. Yeah, were the people gooey? No. But do you know that feeling you get when just something isn't right? Yeah, I guess. Yes. It's hard to describe. That's kind of what I felt and started talking to some people there. They didn't sound normal. And, uh, well, a few minutes later, uh, somebody attacked me in the tavern. And we, we made a run for it. And it was the entire town. Chasing us out of town. Shit. Yeah. So, uh, I would suggest that we scout out the area first, um, you know, to get an idea of how many people we're dealing with, if we can get, uh, like, an idea of maybe even what's causing this. That's a good idea. Hang on a second. And then I, uh, rub my hands together and, uh, dark, uh, I guess dark light (laughs) sort of pours out, and then a goat, like a a spectral goat, just clomps into view. And you guys see this large spectral goat, very similar to you you two, very similar in size and shape to one of the Dogwick goats, if you remember that town. The extra large goats? The extra large goats. And then I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna turn to the my friends. And be like, 
So, this is weird, but mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. going to go inside the goat. <laughs> what? Not that, that way. That wasn't what I was no, expecting. That no. was not what I was <laughs> I expecting knew, at I, all. As soon as I said it, I knew <laughs> Tomar, that you, you were going to take it weird. And, no, I... Any way you slice that one, it's going to be weird, Tomar. <laughs> I'm going to insert myself into the goat. <laughs> <laughs> Could have maybe worded, phrased it a little bit differently. Zyko, let's let's just turn away for a sec, bud. <laughs> you got it. He turns, he faces be, the woods. I'm not turning away. <laughs> so for the time <laughs> being, I won't be able to interact with anybody. I'll only be inside the goat. Yeah, I get it. You'll be busy... <laughs> It's very similar to when I would craft weapons for you guys. Are you going to hurt the goat? No, it's, it's not alive. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It'll look like a goat to them. Okay. So I'll take the goat into town and then scout things out. And how long does this last for? Let's see. I like the spooky music. Oh, so you're not actually having sex with the goat. No. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> so you're All not right. fucking got a goat. <laughs> Whoops, I gotta go to the oh, other. Nice. That was gross. <laughs> well, you shouldn't have got that potion from Let. <laughs> well, it's working. <laughs> it's doing the job. Yeah, let me know if you decide to take a swig of that. <laughs> you too. You know what? While we're waiting, yeah, I will take All a right. swig. Uh, a swig? Yeah. All right, roll a constitution save. Okay. That will be a 22. Okay, so you can tell by that swig that if you were to drink much more, you'd probably get a nice buzz almost immediately. Like, it feels strong. You, it, Your body already feels tingly along your limbs. Mm-hmm. You feel warm inside. That is good stuff. Yeah. Hey, it, can I take it easy on mm-hmm. that, though? Can I get a sip? Sure. If I want, Go for it. wait. Are you of age? <laughs> yes. So I can I can stay. The goat stays in our service for uh, the amount of hours equal to my wisdom modifier, which okay. is five. Okay. Um, but I can exit willingly okay. from it, and my senses are gone, but they're all into the goat, and yeah. So you're doing that. All right, real quick, Pinwin, roll does. constitution yeah. save at an advantage because as we've learned throughout our campaign, Pinwin has, for some reason, an amazing alcohol tolerance. 20. 20. All right, mm-hmm. Pinwin, you feel kind of the same. You feel tingly in your limbs, and you know that this stuff is strong as fuck. So this I is good that? stuff. We'll have to use this. That's what I'm saying. So I, I like your town. <laughs> So I sit down cross-legged, mm-hmm. and uh, the goat also sits down. We face each other. I take off the goggles again, and our eyes both start to glow. Okay. And this goes on for like ten minutes. Okay. What, you guys just watch him stare at a goat <laughs> for ten minutes? Have <laughs> you ever seen the men who stare at goats? <laughs> it's the exact same thing. Are you yeah. sitting like cross-legged? Or- yeah. He just said that. (laughs) Is your mouth hanging open and stuff like Tomar always does? No. Okay. It's less derpy looking. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of. I look really concentrated, basically. Okay. He looks constipated, really. Gotcha. Um. So So, after ten minutes, you. What were we doing in the meantime? Whatever the fuck you want. Swigging. You want to take a swig? Stop. You're pressuring me. I'm not. (laughs) You know you want to, Gorble. I'm good right now. I think I. (laughs) 
I've had enough mind fucking for the moment. Oh yeah, you're you're probably so are right. We close Let's to be the responsible. Very close. Twenty minutes away. Heroes. Oh. Alright, so after ten minutes, Tomar, you find yourself looking through the eyes of the goat spectral. Uh, and it regards you briefly and then just uh, <laughs> and just starts clumping oh, off. It's doing something. <laughs> you guys see the uh, the goat. Go, go, go. go. That, just clomping off that down the path. Then? I think so. Have you ever done this before? I don't know. Hmm. Alright, the time is cut down dramatically as the goat races down the path and after about 11 minutes um, you reach the gates of Heart Valley and you can tell immediately, Tomar, that there's something different about this place. As you pass the front gate, it's completely unguarded. There's no one guarding it, um, which you found was typical from the last time you visited. However, on the outside of it, in a very hastily done fashion, is a symbol a painted with white. A small circle sitting on top of a large angular square. Small circle on top of an angular square. Yes. And the square is much larger than the circle. Okay. As you enter the village, town, um, you can see that the the denizens are nowhere to be found. And in fact, you can hear a bell ringing in the distance. And if you were to look off, you can see that one, the uh, the moderately sized temple uh, has a chiming bell up in its tower, as if uh, summoning people to worship. Hmm. This feels like Resident Evil Four. I don't like. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna clomp over by Hazel's house to see if there I can <laughs> see anything over there. So the uh, where you had your tryst with Hazel was actually at the inn, if you'll remember. Mm. Uh, is that where you want to go? Sure. Okay, so you go near the inn, and you still do not see anyone. You may roll a perception check if you'd like. I shall. Do you have the same perception and everything? Or do you have, like, an enhanced perception? Or uh, I don't know. I, I would say you just have the same perception as normal. Okay. And is your passive perception 19? Uh, for yeah. Okay, then no, you don't even have to roll. Okay. Okay, you can. Yeah, that was shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you can see uh, near the uh, temple. You can see just a couple of figures entering it, um, and they're 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 small because they're far away. But you you can see that they're entering in a line, almost as if they had been waiting to enter. How many of them? Three. Three. Okay. Can I surmise that that's probably the happening place in town? <laughs> right now, yeah, you you definitely can with the bell tolling and and all of that. Yeah, are you able to communicate to them while you are in this form? I can. Hmm. I can deliver a message via the goat. Um. I can probably hop out of it, but then I would. Uh, Lose, and lose your hold. To, okay. Yeah, All right. So at, for the moment, you guys are just watching a what appears to be a meditating Tomar um, sitting there in the road, cross-legged. All right. I'll just watch in silence. <laughs> Did anybody bring cards or anything? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any cards? Cards? And no. Games? Nah. Hmm. Got a couple more berries. 
I'm good. <laughs> I feel my phone. Want another swig? Yeah. There you go. All right. <laughs> Still at advantage? No. Now you'll be rolling without advantage, Uh-oh. just normal. I I'm going. I saw your roll. You so <laughs> you are going. Five total. Yeah, you are going to be feeling a bit drunk now, Penwin. Good ten for drinking. <laughs> Whoops. Good stuff. Whoops. <laughs> it was was a little more. Gorbo, are you going to be doing anything? Wow. Time. Did not think it would do. Hey, that's it how it did. works. That's how it works. Be ready for um, but you just wait in like two minutes. Hanging poof, out, it'll be gone. I'll be back to somewhere. totally sober. I trust you. All right. I feel um, like maybe I'm a bit more on guard. <laughs> I am so trustworthy. Building a city. So you'll be you'll be searching, looking around for the, uh, making sure that everything's yeah. safe. All right. I'll stop by uh, the. What is that, <laughs> Lindsay? I'll stop by the manor mm-hmm. real quick to check out the state of that or if anything's going on there before popping back. So the manor is, if you'll remember, up outside of the city on the other side, past that temple and everything, up into the hills a bit. So you want to go do that? Mm-hmm. Alright, so you're you're going to try to be stealthy as a goat? I'll just wander the out, outskirts okay. of the city. So you wander the outskirts of the city, it takes a little bit of time, but you head up into the hills, and you as you get closer to the manor, you see that um, the gate is barred and there's a large chain wrapped around the front of the gate. In the distance, you can see that there's no lights on. There's a, it's a very vacant-looking manor. Mm. And all the grass behind the gate has been overgrown, as if no one's passed that way in a long time. Okay. All right, with that, I'll just suck the goat up into me and fade back <laughs> into myself. You guys see Tomar shudder all of a sudden, <sighs> as if waking from a slumber. And then I put the goggles back on. And then stand up. Good morning! <laughs> Wake up, sleepyhead. That wasn't too long, was it? Uh, we it was were about right there for a little while. I would say a total of about 20 minutes. Well, sorry. I'm sorry. I hope you had... Yeah, that's an important job. Um, town's pretty much vacant, it looks like. Um, the yeah. manor's closed off completely. Looks like nobody's been there. But there was a bell that chimed, and then... A couple of people went into the temple, and it was kind of weird, like a ritual sort of thing. Do I remember did hearing a bell? Did you see what they did in when the I temple? was here last? I did not. Okay. How were you they dressed? Not. How were they dressed? Uh, you, they were dressed in plain clothes, like normal labor clothes, town townsfolk. They just looked like normies. <laughs> no, no soldiers. Didn't see any soldiers. So I think we could just head there and then scope out the temple. Fuck it, let's check it out. All right. All right, so you guys... Couldn't find a closer tree. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I did this on purpose so we could scout out the area. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) You guys head west slightly and follow the path, the same path that you're familiar with now, uh, Tomar, and you... It takes you about 20 minutes to get up near the gate, and once you guys get close, you guys can see from a distance the small circle sitting on top of the square, painted roughly and hastily on the uh, the outside wall. Does anyone recognize that? Um, go ahead and roll, uh, and add your intelligence modifier. Ooh, that didn't work. Twelve. 18. 
Eleven. So no, you guys, um, none of you. Eighteen. Yeah, none of you guys recognize this symbol. Well, that wasn't there before. It does definitely it, was not there before. Does it look cultish? Do we get a cultish <laughs> Is it vibe a cultish from looking it? You get a pretty part? cultish vibe from it. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting cultish vibes here. It's weird. Is it dripping at all? Uh, no, it's it's been there for a while. This sort of reminds me of Old Karen, to be honest, when we first went there. Yeah, that same dead vibe. There definitely were like zombies, zombie-like things there. There were zombies in Old Karen. Well, not really. Not exactly. Like, they were still, like... What is, I don't know. What is Old Cairn? That's where we were. That's where you arrived. It's called Wolves Rest now. Oh, I just heard of it as Wolves Rest. You've heard of it as Wolves Rest? So, like, people know about it. Who is spreading the well, word? Well, ju- I just heard from that guy at the the inn. In he knew Arrow, it was called Arrowhead Wolves Rest? Tavern or whatever. Arrowview? Yeah. And, and once he says that, you guys know that Jan from the Arrowview Tavern, the guy who you guys—that's where you guys met Mirror Luck in the first place uh, over a year ago—and you, you two specifically know that he is a good friend of the Wolves of Moonridge. Um, Apparently, not good enough to keep his mouth shut. <laughs> well, that li- that leaves leads to be said, but not a dead man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do you choose to enter the town? Yup, let's go. I shall. All right, are you just going to walk in willy-nilly, or what are you going to do? <laughs> willy-nilly. I'll lead the uh, way. All my right. passive perception is pretty good. Yeah. We need to spot I think anything. most of you guys have like a 19 for passive. Yeah, I've got 19. Okay, so you guys uh, carry on. It's getting close to evening now. Um, Wait, how? Because it was late afternoon when you left. Oh. And it's been like... I thought it was like late morning when we... When you, it was late we morning like before the training. Stuff okay, or whatever. And right. then you went shopping and all that stuff. When you were outside the city, it was late afternoon. Sure. And now that it's been an extra like hour and fifteen minutes, you are getting close to evening. Gotcha. Um, it's a. It would otherwise be a beautiful sunset, as it's late afternoon, early evening. The sun sets earlier in the winter, and normally you would think maybe the red and blue and purple hues would be beautiful. But in this setting, it's a little unsettling. It almost seems a little nefarious, this sunset. See what I was talking about? Just that feeling? Mm-hmm. You all feel just a little... Ugh. <laughs> ugh. That's just that's how evil feels, you know? As you walk through the Gross. empty town, <laughs> you are aware that there are are no children running around. There are no Good. people. <laughs> you pass the vacant stall of the blacksmith, the half-orc blacksmith that was so cranky and uh, cantankerous when you first were here, but gave you valuable input on how to get into the manor itself. You pass the inn where you had your tryst with Hazel, and you pass the tavern after that, where you guys had those strong drinks, and where you received help from that bartender in subduing those Rothians with your diarrhea berries. Shit <laughs> 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 berries! <laughs> Nostalgia. You move through the town towards the temple, and the bell is still ringing, and deep within you can hear, Hole, hole, hole. Sound like 
Is that another language? No, it's not necessarily another language. It just sounds like holla, holla, many, holla. <laughs> many voices saying something in unison. That's not good. Can we, we can't can understand I? what they're saying? Not at this distance. Can I run up and sneak up and peer, peek in the door? To the, I will allow you door? to run up and peek in through the door. All right, so I you're gonna this. need to. This is fine. You were gonna need to roll sleight of hand. Sleight of door. What did you get? Twenty-five. All right, so you very carefully and very quietly are able to pull the door open just about a half an inch and peek in, and you can see a large congregation of people, all chanting. And up in the front, it's hard to make out, but it seems like there is a large shape at the head with one person standing in front leading the chants. You can't quite make out the large shape, though. It's very dim inside. Hmm. I'll scuttle back to the group and tell them what I saw. So, yeah, there's, there's like, a person on stage and... Like shaped super dark, like dim in there. Can't see super well, but yeah, totally culty kind of feel. There, uh, did you see Aquamarine in there? Or, I mean, Cyan. <laughs> sorry. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what he looks like, so I don't know. Probably blue. Like? <laughs> I, I, I know what he looks like, but I don't know if I ever got a description. I don't think I saw a blue he's, guy. Uh, he's an older Zugo gentleman. Um, Zugoese. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Could you Short tell cropped hair. what they were saying? They were saying, arise, arise. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and Pinwin relays that as much. Uh, we what need it, to stop them like, so the, yeah. the figure, what it... So there was a figure behind somebody on a stage? Mm-hmm. Very large. Very large figure. Hmm. Very large. <clears throat> we might have to get a peek at that to see if anyone knows what that is. You, d- you didn't recognize <clears throat> it at all? Excuse me. <laughs> okay. Nope. I tried to do it away from the microphone. <laughs> I mean, I we could just... I've seen that. We could mm-hmm. just bust on in there, but... There's a chance that Cyan might get hurt. There's a chance that they might be sacrificing him right now to whatever oh. is arising. Oh. So we best... We should probably get in there. Yeah. We should probably just go balls to the wall. What does that mean? It means <laughs> we bust in and we fucking kill him. Oh. Forgot you were here. <laughs> <laughs> Zyko's gripping the, uh, the pole of his halberd very roughly. His knuckles are almost white. He seems very keen to get inside and help. Mm. Is there another entrance to the temple? That would uh, require an investigation check. I'll do investigation. My shadows, that was bad. Jesus (laughs) fuck. And if you're going to be investigating the temple, it's also going to require a sneak check, a stealth check. Do you want us to do that first? Um, Do the stealth check first, and then do the investigation. 20. Okay. So I didn't get the... Oh, wait, the stealth first? Mm Mm-hmm. So that was 8, and then the 
Investigation was 10. Okay. 16 for investigation. <laughs> Four for stealth. <laughs> Six for investigation. <laughs> and what, you got what for So what? I, I just peeked around windows very Both loudly and didn't see shit. <laughs> Both of mine were less than 10. Okay. So. And you had... Christ. Um, Pinwin? What was it? Like 18 and 16? 18 and 16. And Gorble? 10 for stealth and... 24 investigation. So, Pinwin, you are able to slip to one side unnoticed, but the three of you, or I guess I didn't roll for a Zyko. One moment. <laughs> yeah, so the four of you <laughs> begin to start to move to investigate when the door of the temple opens up and a... <laughs> Bass drop and a uh, and a tall half elf, riddled with what looks to be a pox. His face full of sores, his arms covered in large open gashes. Looks at all of you as the door slams close behind him. He says, "What are you doing here?" Uh. <laughs> Can he see us? We're <laughs> he can see you guys. Uh, he is unable to see Pinwin. We're here to we're part worship. Of, yes. Arise. We're here for the ceremony. Uh, Arise. Uh, Arise. Arise. Uh, roll deception, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a group check, right? Yes, just the three of you. Well, Ooh. and Zyko. Oh, That's nice. 11 for me. That is a 10 for me. 20. All right, so... You and Zyko saying, arise, arise, we're here to worship. You guys just look like you're just going along for the ride. <laughs> the rise. <laughs> the rise. Uh, but he believes you, Gorble, just immediately. Oh, well, uh, he says, um, uh, well, well, come on in. Why are you waiting outside? He moves closer to you, and you can see that his sores and pots look very, very... Contagious. Contagious, yeah. <laughs> And he reaches out to put a hand on your shoulder. Can we roll to see if we can tell what's happening to his skin? Um, I'll medicine say, check? yeah, that's a medicine check for sure. I will do that. I have a high medicine. I'm going to sniff. Can I there. also? Can I do all this? Okay. Man, 17. No. 17 for you, Herstag, and for you, Tomar? 16. 16? 8. All right, you two are able to see that this is some... It looks like he has uh, opened those wounds himself on his arm, or perhaps allowed Nasty. someone else to do it, and exposed himself to some sort of no. virus, perhaps. So it's a like a disease? He seems very pleased with the results of his skin. <laughs> like he's showing Maybe it it's off? nuclear yes. cell. But it's not necessarily like a sickness or something that I've seen before. You have not seen a sickness that looks like this, okay. no. Um, well, actually, you know what? Uh, the two of you would have seen this. This is definitely, this is horsepox, and it is, uh, it is basically the <laughs> I the thought features. you said a horse box. <laughs> the horse box. <laughs> um, no, this is horsepox, and what it is is it is a contagious illness that does not kill but it horribly disfigures and causes the uh, basically the person to be dehydrated and forces them to crave different modes of uh, 
like carnivorous flesh. Fuck. What are the... How is it contracted? So they are bad. Uh, it is contracted through the blood. Hence the sword. Don't let him bleed on you. And as he... Don't let him touch you. I dip out of the way. Dexterity save. Saying At I, an advantage. I need to get inside. <laughs> Whew. So that's going to be 23. 23. All right. You easily avoid his slow-moving hand. <laughs> no, he actually, he jutted it out to rest on your shoulder. Yep, and dip you, right in yep, here. He, you move out of reach of him, and he looks a little confused. Uh, please, come. Uh, go, 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 come in. Don't, don't just stand there out in the, in the cold. Come on, guys. Mm-hmm. Totally. I follow. All right. He opens the door for you. Pin, when you're don't, still in hiding. Don't let anybody touch you. Are you going to choose to stay in hiding, or are you going to enter? I'm going to try to sneak in the door behind them. And try Without being noticed? Yeah. All right. We'll make that another stealth check at an advantage, because they're not paying attention to you. Nineteen. You are like the night. <laughs> you are not Me, able to be shadow. seen. Yep. I'm on shadow. <laughs> so the two of you are very slowly creeping in. Uh, you four, um, you three and Zyko, enter in the back of the temple, and no one seems to turn in your direction. They're so caught up in their chant. Arise, arise, arise. It's a, a vast cacophony of voices, different ages, different genders, different races, all facing the front. And as you get closer you can see there is a single individual standing at the head at an altar leading them in their chant and behind him is a large square shape that looks very similar to a carriage and on top is a deteriorated and rotten head oh shit (laughs) resembling Lord Bartleby. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) It's the carriage worshippers. These guys are... So as an aside to the listeners, in the last arc, at the very beginning, (laughs) they killed and and trussed up a a really douchey lord named Lord Bartleby. They stuck his head on top of his carriage and made it just an awful scene and... They before they left, they discovered that there were some people that had begun to worship this as some sort of idol. It seems now that they have made a full-blown religion out of it that has completely overtaken this town. Did you mention to the audience what the theme of this arc is? No. The theme of this arc is consequences. <clears throat> so many of the things that you guys did and experienced in the last arc... My might either come back as a boon or come back to bite you in your ass. So, is there open <laughs> space like that we can get up close? I can't believe it's the cart. <laughs> I can't believe that What's we have consequences be... for our actions. <laughs> What's going to play Lord Bartleby in the cart? Lord Cartleby. <laughs> Five experience. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Have we? We've had to have done that before. 
I don't think so. Alright, so... You guys see, as all of these people continue to... Arise. 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 And at the head on the altar is a long-haired, long-bearded, bald-pated-on-the-top old man. He's got a skullet. He's got a skullet, and you remember him from before as the one leading the group of, the small group at the time, worshippers in the forest. And he speaks out over all of the uh, patrons here in the temple. Arise! And as we said before, and we will say again, arise, old and ancient god of the wood in his square form with his <laughs> deteriorating skull. We know that once we our prayers answer you or are answered by you, that you will arise from this form and take over in the material plane. I lean over to Pinwin and whisper into his ear. Uh, do you think you can shoot that head off? Yes. <laughs> And I'll try to shoot the head off the cart. Brothers and sisters, continue to chant with me. Arise! <laughs> arise! Alright! <laughs> I mean, alright! <laughs> alright! Alright, so Penwin, you're going to t- take a shot. Okay, and before I shoot... Uh... I'm sorry, it's just a cart! Look! You're going to yell that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then um, rolled to attack. 21. Let me double check. Yep, 21. 21 to hit. So Pinwin yells, what did you yell? It's just a cart? It's just a cart. We made a mistake. <laughs> and fires an arrow. And it looks right into the center of the deteriorated skull and... The skull itself splits apart in a gross little squelch. Oh, God. And just black nothing just piles out of it and bugs and maggots. (laughs) You can see it from there. And the man at the altar stares up behind him, mouth agape, and looks back at the back of the temple where Penwin is (laughs) still holding the bow and the rest of you are clustered near him. There's a shocked and stunned silence in the entire temple. And suddenly, he screams out, All of you, attack! And that's where we're going to end it. Ah. (laughs) Lame. (laughs) Holy damn. Gross. So gross. Um, So we'll uh, allocate experience here. So for the session itself... You guys are going to take... Hold on, let me pull this up. We do an allocation um, at the end of each session where first I I give everyone experience for, uh, you know, combat and role-playing, and then they all kind of uh, make a... What's the word I'm looking for? Case? Yeah, make a case for what experience they should also get. And then we do something called the... MVPC, the most valuable playing character of the session. Everybody votes on it, and uh, that person gets an extra 500 experience points. 
So right now, um, for general role playing, first arc, uh, this first session of the third arc down, everyone is going to take five thousand experience. Woo! Being level eleven, it's uh, you know not as not as awesome as it would be normally. I forgot to mention that at the beginning, everybody's at level eleven because this is our forty fourth session playing together in this same campaign y'all so, missed a lot yeah there's been a lot a lot of backstory and once again if you guys want to check out what has happened in the past visit our social media in the link below the cast here and uh you can read a little um kind of a brief overview of what's happened so far um maybe someday we'll upload a verbal version for those of you who either cannot or refuse to read but uh <laughs> in the meantime uh we'll have the the very heavily written version um so for general role playing like i said five thousand experience and for uh just the general start of everything we'll do an extra two thousand experience um it's never easy to come into a new arc um, it's kind of hard to find the, the, to make the ends meet and figure out where you're supposed to go, but you guys figured out at least one path towards story making and, uh, we'll see where this goes. We also want to do for you two, Gorble and Tomar, uh, engaging in a battle kind of as a, Hey, missed you also fuck you kind of thing. <laughs> um, you guys can each have 1500 experience points for that. And Tomar, you can have an extra 200 for getting her to yield. Some of us were holding back. (laughs) (laughs) I should have hopped in on that fight. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Make your case for more experience. Uh, Pinwin's managerial skills of the bellows. Yeah. Yeah. Way way to play to the role. You can have 200 experience for that because... That made me laugh, and I liked how you were sticking to your guns with trying to make your very, very curmudgeonly associates be friendly. Yeah. Um, Who else? I fed the group for the whole day. You did. Way to use good berries. You can have 200 experience for that. You also made a portal that saved I also yeah, that made was a few days cool. of travel that, that was pretty got cool. us right to the Throw place. another 100 on top of that. Cool. Use, utilizing a spell that... Uh, has not been seen before, at least in this campaign. Yeah. How about for Gorble making Tomar dance for like the first yeah. time in his life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can have 50 experience, Gorble, for forcing him outside of his comfort zone. <laughs> How about scouting with my cosmic goat? You can have 50 for that. And just for you listeners at home, this is completely arbitrary and based on my whim, how much I award, how how worthy I think it is of experience. As the DM, it is my duty to decide that, and it is my extreme pleasure. (laughs) What else do you guys need XP for? I was a really good bad cop. You were a good bad cop. (laughs) You were the worst cop. For being mildly intimidating to Herstog, you can have 50 experience. Yeah. How about for being the most... um, the most patient, <laughs> patient, the most cooperative person that this group has ever interrogated. That's true. So for being your character and also letting everybody else shine while you waited in a cell, you can have 500 experience Girl. points. I built a pretty well-functioning town. Yes, for uh, for dis- getting together with me separately and figuring out uh, allocating funds and stuff like that. But Elijah, you also helped. 
Um, so Gorbel for taking the time to figure out where everything goes. You can have 400 experience points. Elijah for coming up with the initial list. You can have 200 experience points. Nice. Um, Tomar for your very intensive backstory that no one else knows about really right now. You can have 200 experience points. There's more. Well, there was a lot that happened. We we literally did basically a session zero <laughs> through through uh, Facebook chat. I actually <laughs> missed homework for that day wow. because we were texting so long about it. An extra fifty for missing homework. Woo! <laughs> School choosing sex. your battles. <laughs> Same for you, Penwin. You can have an extra one hundred um, for the backstory that has been crafted. Though, yeah. once Ricardo makes his appearance, mm-hmm. you'll get some more experience for that. So keep that in mind. Okay. So, okay. how should we do this? Should we like write down on a note card who we think should get the MVPC? Uh, unless you, if you guys want like anonymity, you can. Otherwise, we can just vote. I feel like everybody is kind of. I think we should we should vote out loud, and that way we can kind of make arguments. Around. Yeah, let's do that. That'll be fun. And we Discuss can't why. we can't vote for ourselves, right? You cannot vote for yourselves. Oh. <laughs> well, I would vote. I probably would vote for Pinwin just because he uh, really <laughs> just stuck to uh, his character and was just generally funny the whole time. All right. Okay. One vote for Pinwin. I would actually vote for Pinwin, too. Two votes for Pinwin. Pinwin, who do you vote for? You guys are silly. I didn't do anything badass. <laughs> um, mm, uh... Maybe her stag because that tree portal was super dope. Yeah, that really was that, that was really that good. Was super yeah, cool. Was. <laughs> I was actually going to vote for her stag also for doing Ooh, some super uh, we cool are, stuff. Yeah. Our very first MVPC is at a tie. We're, we have entered <laughs> the lightning round. Now everybody, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Just fuck any hole you can find. <laughs> okay, so. Since I didn't prepare for this, um, <laughs> you guys both win MVPC of the, uh, yeah. the session, yeah. so you guys can each have an extra 500 experience points. Or nice. you could just split it in half. You know what? That's an even better idea. Uh, you guys each get 250 uh, experience so points. So, are you saying that if we all were just like, let's just work it out so we each vote for each other? No, then I get 500 experience points. <laughs> <laughs> well. Shit. That was cool. Uh, if you guys listening think that somebody deserved MVPC that we didn't vote for, uh, let us know, and then maybe we can take it into account in the following episode. Or yeah. Something. So if somebody wins the uh, fan favorite award, maybe they can yeah get some extra experience points. I'll throw some out there. Um, and if you want to vote for me, obviously I'm always willing to accept that, and uh, I'll level myself up as a DM because that Lord knows, <laughs> Lord knows I need it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if uh, if you guys enjoyed this, let us know. Um, as always, uh, well, as always, this is the first time, but definitely uh, like and subscribe, and uh, yeah, like all our social media. Ding any bells that exist. Yeah, that anything that we've got going, just please, please hit it up. Share um, with your friends. I know we had a blast. I had a blast. I'm sure you guys at a blast because mm. duh blasts were had <laughs> blasts were had uh but yeah uh we will uh, have another session here very soon and uh, hope you guys enjoyed listening uh in the meantime uh this is the d20 syndicate where we play adventures so you guys don't have to bye bye bye, bye. bye. <laughs>